Cowabunga. Cowabunga. <laughs> dog shit. Man, I love being a shithead. <laughs> Man, I love being a turd hole. <laughs> oh, let's do this. Hey, it's the Pizza Party Podcast. Who are you people? I'm drawing porn. I mean, I'm Nolan. I'm Frank Stallone from the hit movie Frank Stallone Strikes Back. Jim, introduce yourself. Jim. Oh, I thought I was waiting for the guest. Oh, wait. Get, uh, do I go first? Who's this I, other I guy? Know. Who is uh, he? Here. Oh, sorry. No, uh, sorry, Jim. You should go first. I mean, you're oh, okay. regular on this podcast. Okay. So Yo, it's Jim. What's happening? It's Jim, everybody. And who's this guest that we have? Uh, hey, everybody. It's me. Uh, I guess you know me on Tumblr as Rocket Syrup, but everybody just calls me Daddy for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> some call me Johnny. You can call me Daddy. The fuck? We're not gonna have him on now. Good job. Some call me Johnny. Please be on the podcast. <laughs> yes, please. We invited you. Please Daddy, come on. Please. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing. I don't know why we tried doing that. But the next video is gonna be. What was the next video? Oh, it's a top five pilots. Since I gotta go for Comic Con. So if anyone at San Diego Comic-Con sees someone with a pan pizza shirt, that's me. Or it's probably someone else that's, that has that just happens to have my t-shirt. But, you know, say something to me. Maybe I'll pass you the, a, a draft of my Loki IRL comic, which is going to be finished at the end of August, you know, and yeah. I'll have to release them. The whole I'm thing excited. will be finished, and then we'll never have to hear about it again. Well, like the first... Ep chapter, I guess. It's a God damn it. Yeah. So yeah. I hope your fans run up in this like screech. Hey, can I be on the podcast? And then you had to say yes. <laughs> yeah. Or it'll be awkward. Loki IRL. It's about a cartoon in real life, and real life is horrible. But you want to get into the news? No, okay. not really. Yeah, I don't want to. Let, let's just end the podcast right here. Well, thanks for, thanks right. for watching, this, everybody. I guess. <laughs> we'll yeah. Sorry, everyone. On. <laughs> Sorry. Bye. I'm Ken Pizza. Who are you, people? I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Ken. Yeah, I'm Jim. I'm Jim. Hey, no, I'm up? Jim. Hey, what's up? It's Jim. And today I'm going <laughs> to rent. I'm sorry. And subscribe if when, you would like when, to. Everybody, yeah, everyone else does an impression of me. It annoys me, but when you guys do it, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Everybody on three say and subscribe if you would like to. One, two, three. And, and subscribe if you would like to. I don't know what <laughs> that makes me laugh, and it's so it, it doesn't make any. I don't know why it does. Oh, uh, I just think it's funny. <laughs> no, let's get into the news. So you guys know Hello Kitty? No, how could we not? She's the most precious little fucking diabetes thing ever. Well, they're gonna make a 
a Hello Kitty movie and the budget is ranging from 160 to 200 million dollars. What? So, Holy fuck. That's is that higher than Lego? That's like higher than Transformers. No, that's Transformers. That is Transformers. That's like 200, I think. What can you well, do with 200 million dollars for a Hello Kitty movie? Is this coming out in Japan first or is this America? I don't know. They just announced the movie by the Well, it'll probably be if it's two hundred million dollars, there it's getting an international release. Yeah, it better because uh, I yeah, I mean, like Japan does really small budget stuff because they're not that big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like I don't know, Hello Kitty just it's kind of feels tacky to me because you just see it so for so long and so many times it's just like overexposed. Like the fashion thing is not trendy anymore for those things, you know. I guess that that's the kind of the thing we have to pay for now that the lego movie did well is that all these companies are like well we can make a movie out of our stupid thing and people like will see it Hill. yeah like like just because the lego movie was good but i don't think they get that the lego movie was good because it kind of like criticizes the whole brand as much as it likes the brand and i don't think most companies are gonna like hello kitty's not gonna be able to make a self-aware hello kitty movie yeah I mean, well, you know, I don't know what. I mean, they could. I just doubt they would. I mean, yeah, it's gonna uh, be yeah. like realist, real backgrounds with cartoons in the front, or what? I don't know. I mean, do you know? Nope. They they just announced, hey, we're gonna spend this much money on a Hello Kitty movie, and we're gonna use it all. I just feel like that's way too much. Like I, I wouldn't. You know, there was a thing this weekend. Magic Mike XXL came out, uh, and it yeah. didn't. It didn't open that well. But the thing about it is it costs like $18 million. Mm-hmm. So apparently everyone's saying like, you might say like it's a bigger bomb than Terminator Genesis, but it's actually not. It's pretty much made its budget back yeah. because it costs nothing. And like when you're going to put a movie at that level, it has to be something like Avengers 2 or something where you know you're going to get it back. But if you're going to, Hello Kitty should not be even more than 100. That's such a mistake. I like. I don't know what they're gonna do but i i want to believe this is like some sort of scam like they're gonna make a really cheap ass movie and spend the rest on like blow or a uh, delorean or something uvi balls <laughs> uvi bowl no uvi bowl wouldn't yeah he would well he left because he made that video goes he's like i'm not going to make movies or some avengers stupid bullshit or something oh. fuck you i'm done Uvi Bull. We're going to work with Guinea Tarakowski now. Uvi Bull is actually like some genius scam artist. Like, uh, okay, for those who don't know, Uvi Bull was this horrible movie director. He made like Blood Rain, Far Cry, and all Alone these in the Dark. Alone in the Dark. And now Kickstarter failed too. And uh, basically, my message is fuck yourself. Because that is so fucking absurd. What retarded amateur idiots collecting money on that absurd website, you know? It looks like nobody gives a shit about Rampage 3, so maybe I shouldn't do it then. I have enough money to play golf till I'm dead. And I was willing to do all of this as the campaigns for to make any money. I want to do Rampage 3 because it is an important movie, but it looks like you're easier giving $600,000 if you make a movie about some retarded wizard in the forest uh, or for another whatever Marvel Avengers bullshit dirt. Uh, so goodbye and goodbye Hollywood. I, has, have, has, has anyone seen any of his movies? I actually haven't. I have. No. Which ones have you seen? I saw a Dungeon Siege starring uh, Jason's... Yeah, Jason Statham. Statham. 
Yeah. yeah. Wow. Jason Statham really doesn't have a career. Although there was, I, there well, was now the, he does, but then. Dungeon Siege is actually based on a video game that nobody has played, and like nobody ever talks about this one obscure video game, Dungeon Siege. But uh, there's there's this one scene in that film where they're having a battle in the forest, and uh, one of the evil orcs or bad guys, like I guess they're just orcs or whatever, they were throwing rocks with a catapult. But one of the orcs decides to, like, light himself on fire and jump on the catapult and launch himself at the good guys. What? <laughs> I don't know. It was a... I don't know. That movie was horrible, but I loved it. Well, and ironically, you know. I'm, I'm, my, 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 my ta- my You're the guy who likes Freddy Got Fingered. You totally like that 100% unironically. My tastes aren't that shitty. Yes, they are. No. Yes, they are. You like Paul Bar- Barclop too. No. I, I like the second half. The first half was pretty terrible. Whatever. Yeah, but Uwe Boll, he's actually a scam artist. Because, like, there's so, there was this video. I'll link to it below. But, okay, what Uwe Boll did was that he would uh, make a movie in... He's German, right? I think so. Yeah, he would make a movie in Germany... And uh, he would have enough German actors or uh, screenwriters or whatever on the film. And uh, the thing is, if the movie was a financial failure, he can write it off as a tax write-off and get his money back from the government if the movie doesn't make any money. Say what now? So that's how Uwe Boll has been making so many awful movies, and they've all bombed, but he still keeps making films. Wait, so... so... Now that I've learned this, I want to pitch you guys my new movie, Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> it'll star all of us, but with a ton of German people. And it'll be about us and Lederhosen eating oh, uh, yeah. bratwurst and and sitting around and go, Oh, the German people is very good. Oh, <laughs> and it'll be... It'll be you wear Lederhosen. You f- that, that, that's... Well, well, that's well, I, don't know, what other country, I don't know what country that is. I'm pretty sure Nolan, it's not German. <laughs> Nolan doesn't have to wear. No, it is. I know because my family's super German. So, uh. oh, and I could use that. We're gonna make so much money. This is a genius idea. But like the reason why Uwe Boll did, doesn't do that now, because recently he had a Kickstarter. He and it failed horribly, and he went. He made a video saying, "Ah, uh, fuck you! You people do not want to support my vision. You would rather watch this uh, Michael Bay bullshit movies of Avengers." You no, know, he was like, he was like stupid. Michael Bay Avengers bullshit movie. It's stupid. I can play golf my whole life. I don't need this. Yeah, so eventually the, someone, I don't know, the government caught up to what he was doing and decided, look, we're not giving you any money. So that's why he kickstarted this other film. <laughs> Maybe he really does it for the art. You don't know. It's like, I thought there was passion in him, but no, he was just a scam artist the whole time. I thought he was going to be like Ed Wood, you know? Like, Ed Wood had, like, ambitions, but no, Uwe Boll's a scam artist. Well, Ed Wood did scam people, too, because oh. he used he used religious money. Have you seen the Tim Burton Ed Wood? Long time ago, yeah. Oh, uh, well, there's he, these religious people wanted to make a religious, uh, like, a religious film series, and he used some of their money for Plan 9 from Outer Space. <laughs> and he basically kind of lied to them to get the money. Well, I mean, if he makes, like, some sort of Jesus metaphors in his uh, sci-fi movie, that could work. I, I guess, you know. All, all film people scam people, but Uwe Ball was the worst. Yeah, Uwe Ball, like... the, his reign ends today. But yeah, Hello Kitty, yeah, maybe Uwe Ball will 
take up the mantle and do the $200 million Hello Kitty theatrical film. They should get Katy Perry involved. She could do a song. Uh, no, no, no. Bring back, um, what's, what's that stupid, what's, um... She was a skater boy. She said, Avril Lavigne? Yeah, because she did that <laughs> shitty ass weeaboo song. No. Hello oh. Kitty. Nina Psycho Arigato. Kawaii. Oh, God. Oh, you, know, Jim, you don't like Avril Lavigne? No. Oh, I have hated Avril Lavigne for a long time. For since I she came out. This is a hatred that goes deeper than rent. This is, I do not, not like, there's a Cletus the Fetus video of me making fun of Avril Lavigne and it's just a fat Avril, Avril Lavigne farting while she talks about how you shouldn't steal MP3s from her because I hate her so much. Jim, did she crash your mall? What did she do to no, you? No, she, it's just that I hated um, at the time she kept saying how she was so punk and then suddenly she went back on it. Go! I never, I never said I was punk. I'm not punk at all. Like I'm, a complicated. It's not a punk song. What are you talking about? She just like co-opted a subculture to make herself big, which is what a lot of people do. But yeah. I just find her to be really fake, and I don't like any of her songs. I just, I, I don't like her. She, I, I like her in terms of like a product of the 2000s. Oh, that was like. I just, uh, yeah. Jim is she's so thoroughly disgusted with Avril Lavigne. I just don't. Uh, Everybody, oh. and she's married. She's married. Your favorite Avril Lavigne song. No, don't. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what? The thing with Avril Lavigne is, I know she will begat the Antichrist because she's married to the lead singer of Nickelback. Oh, that's shit. not a joke. That's not Shots a joke. Fun. They. They will have the Antichrist. Can you take me higher? If their kid is named Damien, I would appreciate messages to my Tumblr said Jim was right. People should wear their shirts. (laughs) Oh, no. It's all ruined. Ever Levine's career is ruined. Just just go see the Omen kids. It's all going to happen. Hey, wasn't like, didn't Ever Levine do a theme song for like One Piece? She, she um, sang uh, Bad Reputation and uh, How You Remind Me for the film's opening and closing. One Piece Z, film Z. Oh, yeah. Didn't Ever Levine have an anime, like a manga? She was a big One Piece fan, and that's why she did the Weeaboo song, because she felt like she had Weeaboo cred now. Oh, maybe she'll, be pl- maybe she'll do a duet with uh, Leet Street Boys. <laughs> She's so kawaii, she can't deny. Tune in after the podcast where Emily will be singing all your favorite Avril Lavigne songs. Well, at least I know when to tune out. <laughs> okay, next <laughs> question. I mean, I mean, next next news, news article. Fucking, it's ruined. The immersion is gone. Hey, so you but. guys remember Homestar Runner? No. Yes. Okay. Well, no, wait uh, a minute. Yeah, who watches that shit? I don't. No, 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 no. The ugly one, Tina. <laughs> That so, was Teen Girl Squad. So Sorry. the creator, one of the creators of Homestar Runner, was working on Gravity Falls. I, I forget what they were doing, but uh, now they're wor- they just they're working with Disney XD to make a bunch of one minute shorts online called Two More Eggs, and they describe it as pretty much they're doing it in the same style as Homestar Runner without the characters, since they don't want to sell Disney their Homestar Runner characters. That'd be a d- terrible idea. But it's but they describe it as being the same thing. So yeah. Two more eggs. Look it up. Look it up. 
Whatever. Remember when Homestar Wonder was like on the Wii Shop Channel? That was yeah, Homestar's uh no, Strong Bad's game for attractive people. I, yeah, I, what the fuck was that? I never understood Homestar Runner, so I just stayed away. It was kind of a early two thousands just phenomenon, and then it just died. It was like huge, and then like every Christmas, all the kids would come to school and have a ton of new Homestar shirts. <laughs> it's like. The Homestar Runner shirts were so cool, and then nobody... It's like the South Park shirt fad. There's still South Park shirts, but there was a point where, like, everyone had 27 South Park shirts. <laughs> and Homestar Runner was similar, but not as long as South Park's Reign of T-Shirt Terror. Yeah, I never understood Homestar Runner at all. It was all... It was... Confusing. It was okay. I just... I like the Strong Bad emails. Those are funny. Mm-hmm. So the next news topic. So you guys know about the upcoming shows Be Cool Scooby-Doo, which looks like it was drawn by Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, was it actually made by Seth MacFarlane? No, but there's also an upcoming um, a Looney Tunes spinoff called Wabbit. I don't know what it's about, but it's about Bugs Bunny. So yeah. Oh. So you're wondering, like, when are they going to premiere on Cartoon Network, right? Yeah. Uh, no, well, I'm actually... Well, because not. the way you asked that, I'm not, because I feel like they're not going well, to be. fuck! My, my foreshadowing just gave it away. This, damn, what a waste. Well, What's going to happen to it? Is it yeah, going to be released not. online? No, it's going to be released on Boomerang. Oh! oh the channel that I don't watch. Rest in what? fucking pieces. Like, at, What's the... De- oh, fucking Boomerang. At this point, uh, the Cartoon Network said, look, we're tired of Scooby-Doo. We don't want this shit anymore. Take it to Boomerang. What about Bugs? Bugs bu- fucking Bunny. Take that fucking asshole, too. I- bring back... We need Lunatics Unleashed back. I'm extreme. You a line. I'm edgy and I kick ass and I'm from the future. And I got martial arts and eye lasers and shit. Does Bugs Bunny have any of that shit? I don't think so, motherfucker. Yeah. Lunatics Unleashed. Yeah. I wish Boomerang... Bad. Was they'd launched a channel that was just older cartoons. I'm kind of annoyed at what happened to Boomerang. It used to be a lot cooler. Like they would just play random old Thanksgiving specials from the 70s. But I guess that doesn't get you good ratings. But I still kind of it. It's sad that there's not an older cartoon uh, channel anymore. Yeah, Boomerang started out as just like, well, Cartoon Network in general started out as just airing like old Hanna-Barbera shows like Flintstones and whatever. And then they they used to do, remember June Bugs? I miss that. Yeah, a a month of of, uh, Looney Tunes. Or just a month of Bugs. Like, just awesome. Yeah, so Cartoon Network started out as like showing old shows, but then they got their own their own TV shows like Dexter and whatever. So, but they decided, hey, let's make Boomerang, which shows classic cartoons from the 60s and whatever. But recently, it's just been nothing but like, hey, here's reruns of Amazing World of Gumball and Teen Titans Go for some reason. Why? Why didn't they do that? Tell me it's, right now. It's now just become Cartoon Network Part 2. That's all it is now. Yeah. Are they pretty much trying to make it into like a Nicktoons Network? A Cartoon Network now? Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's not as bad as other countries, because in other countries, uh, I was in Mexico years ago, and I saw Boomerang, and they, were, they weren't they were even playing cartoons. They were playing, like, Mexican soap operas for kids, like, <laughs> Rebelde. Which they I, didn't play that one with that Mexican mouse. And, uh, 
Ratio, whatever. And what the fuck that mouse name? Ratio. I don't know what that is. And there was, was a, a mouse who was really fast. Oh, that, that's Speedy Spanish. Gonzalez. Oh, Andale. Andale. Ken, how dare you insult Pan's heritage like that? <laughs> I'm kind of tired right now. What? Yeah. I said, how dare you insult Pan and Joe's heritage like that? So uh, maybe, maybe Cartoon uh, Network, maybe Boomerang America will start playing uh, Rebelde and uh, what was that show that Ricky Martin used to be on <laughs> when he was younger? I don't know. Wait, Menudo? Yeah, Menudo. Wait, was that a band or a soap opera? No, it was a band. I think it was a band. Okay. Was there a show also? Oh, he, Ricky Martin was on a soap. Yeah, that's right. Okay, Sorry. it was Rick. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just getting confused with, with whatever was on TV there. But yeah, Boomerang's dead. Be cool, Scooby Doo. Like, hopefully, this uh, this signals like the end of S- the reign of Scooby Doo. It's finally gonna be over. No, it'll it'll go on forever. Nothing can stop Scooby Doo. Nothing. It'll be on another channel. But from the, now on, the reason why Cartoon Network is doing this and just dumping them on to Boomerang is uh, Cartoon Network is now just like starting to be exclusive to like Cartoon Network shows alone. No more WB since if they have WB shows like Young Justice or uh. Scooby-Doo, then they had to split the profits when these episodes air, but, uh, you know. And again, know. if they air them on Boomerang, there will be no profits to split because nobody will be watching them. Yeah, like <laughs> Yeah, but Very the, true. I mean, the only WB show they, they do have is uh, Teen Titans Go, which is so cheap to make. They're like, sure, we'll take this. Which recently hit 100 episodes. Yeah, yeah. How did, how like did that happen? happen? Well... If if it, each one's like fifteen minutes long, so maybe it's really fifty. And they just like minutes. they just beat the shit out of that horse. <laughs> maybe it's like fifty thirty minute episodes. Uh, look, how many episodes of the original Teen Titans are there? Uh, let's see. There was five seasons. Uh, there's thirteen episodes each season. Yeah, that's so. There's a good chance 16. they've passed the original Teen Titans in episodes. Yeah. Jesus. And it lasted a lot less time. I mean. It... <laughs> So, you know, Teen Titans lasts like five years. This this has barely been on for like two years, I think. And it already surpassed the amount of episodes. Yeah. Jeez. So they are cranking these out. Because they're so easy to make. Look, I want an action show. But... Robin, Robin's hand get really big. There, that's an episode. Uh, What fetish we can find? Look, I like... I want an action show, but we can't do anything. So might as well enjoy this show, you know? I, I I actually do What's enjoy. There to enjoy. <laughs> That's my question. I don't know. The show gets pretty s- fucked up sometimes. Huh? Well, yeah. Pan really likes just like fucking himself up. <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure. But look, I'm tired of all these nerds online saying I'm fucking tired of this Teen Titans show. I'm gonna make a 20 minute video online saying, look, this. Let me tell you why this is awful. Yeah. What was that that joke? Somebody that was on Tom. Blair, that was like the problems with modern SpongeBob, and it was forty-five minutes long. Oh, I haven't watched it, but I heard I heard there's a real video about that. I was like, wow, really? Damn! Wow, damn it, Ronaldo! I, I remember there was this um when the problem solvers first came out. This one kid uh, made a video. Was like, will the problem solvers be a success or a failure? I'll let you guys know. And then later, after the premiere, he uploads another video. I just like to let you guys know the problem solvers was a success. What? <laughs> Why are you making fun of my videos on this podcast? That's really rude of you. That, I worked really hard on that, that video. Yeah, I know. You work really hard getting the two same shots while you're talking. 
<laughs> hey, what's up? This is Jim, and today we'll be talking about problem solvers. No, that was when I was like, guys, problem solvers was a success. My cat watched the whole episode. It used primary colors. We landed on the moon. The, my my cat watched the problem solvers. It's a success. Contact NASA. <laughs> Why would you contact NASA? They gotta know. Why? Yeah. It's Actually, I'll, I'm not gonna lie. NASA was into problem solvers. Big problem solvers yeah, fans. We always gather around their uh, bending machines and talk about problem solvers all the time. <laughs> I like the dog character. Oh, me too, man. Oh, yeah. So- well, now the creator of problem solvers is working on FXX and he's making a show called, I think it was Stoner Ducks? Stoner Quack? Oh, yeah, I know that show. Yeah, so, I don't know, someone uh, someone at FXX or Fox Animation HD said, huh, uh, this Problem Solver show is pretty good, let's give this, this Problem Solver show that lasted, like, one episode is pretty good, let's uh, give them a uh, work on, on our animation domination block, that'll work. But hey, next news. So, yeah, that guy who quit The Simpsons, Harry Shear, but... You know, I think we found a replacement. I think we got a, someone uploaded a, uh, an audition tape and it's a presidential candidate Ted Cruz. Have you seen this video of him auditioning t- as a Simpsons character? Isn't he a little isn't he a little busy, you know, running for fucking president? <laughs> no, I mean, I think you should see the video. Let me link it to you right now. Hi, I'm Ted. With Harry Shearer retiring, I'm auditioning for any part I can get in The Simpsons. Smithers, release the hounds. Excellent. Heidly ho, neighbor. Oakley doakley, neighborino. One of the great exchanges between Homer and Lisa. But Dad, I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat animals. But Lisa, animals are so delicious. Oh, he did a good job. You know, he he tried his best. He he his, put out his, <laughs> good effort. Like wow. His his, his Mr. Burns was really good. Like, what does that say? Like I can't believe. Like I thought Seth MacFarlane could do was an amazing voice actor, but this guy's the next Seth MacFarlane. No, Seth MacFarlane has so many good voices, like Ted and Peter Griffin, <laughs> and and then a Peter Griffin and yeah. Ted. Peter Griffin, but not exactly Peter Griffin. Oh, and oh, then and then like there's a, and then there's Brian yeah, and Stewie, Brian. and everyone forgets he does Lois, but that's him. Oh, yeah, he does. He does American Dad. He Seth does McFarlane all the voice cast as the new Powerpuff Girls. The animal we get sausage from, Dad. That's all the same animal. Oh, sure, Lisa, a magic animal that all the wonderful foods come from. This makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> Most of these aren't impressions. Terrible. He's not even. They're pretty much sentences. They're pretty much his voice. There's they're sentences. They're not impressions. He did a pretty his good. His Mr. At Burns Andrews. was pretty good since he looks like he's Mr. Burns' son. Oh. Does he get that BuzzFeed is making fun of him, or is he in on the joke? I'm not I, sure what's going. Yeah. So how was it? Oh, that was great. Uh, Ned Flanders' head voice. That was the best character. Like, who needs Harry Shear anymore? Like, we got uh, Ted Cruz. Like, who, he doesn't need to run for president. He can be the Simpsons voice actor and get paid even more than the president. I feel like that's the most Harry Shear thing that could have happened, to have Ted Cruz do impressions. <laughs> I feel like Ted Cruz is going to be cruising for the recording booth because I feel like he got the role. Yes! Yeah! That was awful. I'm funny. This kind of reminds me of that uh, one time when... 
when that one presidential candidate uh, sang the Pokemon theme song on accident. Wow. Like they just said, they just quoted something. Like they just said, a great person once said something, 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 and it was from Mewtwo, or it was that, and or a song from Pokemon the movie too. See, I wish he would. He they would get up and they go. You know, a great person once said to me, I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. Just see how long until, like, people in the audience start to figure it out, but they're probably normal people, so they won't figure it out ever. Yeah, but instead, as soon as he starts talking about how he needs to get a Charizard, that's going to lose you. <laughs> talking to normal people about, like, cartoon and stuff is just like, this is surreal. Like, it's like, these people aren't as nerdy as I am, so it's like, they're fucking... They don't know anything. If you talk to a normal person about cartoons, they just go, oh, you're a big kid. And you're like, no, but don't you think the political ramifications of this design? They're like, you're a big kid. Shut up. I'm a big kid now. Yesterday, it was Fourth of July. Like, I was getting some raspas and, like, people behind me, like, there was a group of teenagers, like, like, I think younger than me. And they were uh, discussing the movie Beetlejuice. And they were like, hey, you ever see Beetlejuice? Like, uh, was, was Jim Carrey in it? No, I think it was someone named Tim. Tim. What? Tim. It was Tim Burton. He was the producer. That. Ah. Uh, and it was like. That's not even an obscure actor right now. It was. That's, was that's, oh god. I was just like, I wanted to intervene, but it's like, what do I care? It's like, you people are fucking don't know shit about anything. It's not. He. Tim Burton's not the producer. He's. He's the director. Well, like maybe he was the producer. Wait, also. the most important question though: they didn't say Beetlejuice three times, did they? <laughs> they did. Like one of them opened up with that, and they're like, "Do you ever see Beetlejuice?" That's what I'm referencing. And, and they're like, "They're like which movie? Beetlejuice?" And I go, "I'm I'm sorry, I didn't hear you." And they go, Be- "Oh, I'm not even gonna say it. Uh-oh. I'm not gonna do it." Oh, it's kind of like uh, that episode of Freakazoid with Candle. Freakazoid sucks ass. Hello? 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 Okay, I'm back. What happened? <laughs> oh, no, it was some. Never mind. You, it was a reference to something. Oh, okay. Um, no, there was a joke in community where throughout the season when someone said Beetlejuice three times, Beetlejuice would walk by in the background. Oh, yeah, but they said it three times on like three separate occasions and it was just a build up to that one little background detail yeah it's a good gag talking about movies is really sad to me no or, or when they talk about something they're like oh that shit was boring oh didn't like that it, it, it's a real shame that not everyone can be nerdy like us there wasn't yeah. even a gun oh it's like or, when i hear people complain about fury road that like I was like, like, that's like the gym alert that like, oh, you're stupid. I get it. Oh, oh, this reminds me, like, there was this really awful video. It was about, like, CG's ruining everything and 90s is the peak of uh, anime, peak of special effects. And I don't know, it was this video and this guy's argument, like, he showed, like, the Incredible Hulk 2003 and the, the uh, 2008 Hulk movie. And there's, he put a photo of those two side by side and say, which one's more appealing to you? Well, it's the 2003 Hulk. Because you see, the, the, the Hulk is is le- more simplified and the backgrounds aren't CG, so it's more appealing. What? I don't know. I'll link the video below and a lot of special effects artists and like movie critics have come out and said, yeah, this video is so fucking stupid. 
but it actually got a lot of media attention by normies, I assume. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, I feel terrible for using the word normies unironically, but, like, normal people who aren't, like, fucking nerds like us. Wait yeah. a minute, didn't, didn't normies come from the Garbage Pail Kids movie? <laughs> Is that where it came from? I think so. <laughs> They call normal people. <laughs> that would imply someone would watch the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Nolan, do you have something to admit? Did I saw the Soldier Critic review, oh, which is oh, you're fired. I mean, I watched the Garbage Pail Kids. Like, I watched the movie and it was like, wow, this is horrifying. These these masks are terrible. We're the Pepsi generation. Oh, but you know, I want like I want like Uncle Grandpa to do an episode where it's done in like the in the in the garbage pail kid style. Wait, was the two thousand three uh Hulk movie was that the uh artsy one yeah, or whatever? The one everyone uh. hated and this but apparently this guy thought this is the CG superior here because it's not as detailed or something. <laughs> People always try to act like that one's like so much deeper, and I'm like, I don't know. There's not a good Hulk movie. Let's just it's it's, it's a green monster that smashes things. This is not art. How did how how did they screw up making a Hulk movie? It's like how did they screw up making a Punisher movie? But they did it. They did it. I like the Punisher. They made a Punisher movie. Yeah, they made three of them. I think. Yeah, they've never had the same actor come back as the Punisher. I mean, I saw, I saw the uh, each actor. Each actor was like, fuck this, I'm done. And then they're like, and then, no, and one of the assistants, the director was like, hey, uh, do, do you think that maybe that's a sign that maybe we should stop? We need to recast the next Punisher. Oh, okay. Hey, Dolph, they can't get Dolph Lundgren back after like 50 years. Or could they? Yeah, he did the first one in the 80s and then Tom Jane and then somebody else. I, I, I like the Tom Jane one. That one was okay. I don't know. I, mean, I just don't. Not in the one. I mean, it was pretty much, yeah, revenge fantasy, stupid 80s action film made in the early 2000s, so I like that one. It was oh, satisfying. Jim. Jim, you gotta what? rewatch all the Punisher movies and make a review of them all. No, I'm not gonna. Somebody asked me in a comment about that show we were talking about that's like the longest anime ever. Uh oh. And they were oh, like, they wait, what? Sanjay-san? Yeah, yeah. they're like, when is your review of Sanjay-san coming out? And I said 2057. Oh, no. Because I have to watch it all. Yeah, it's going to take just, a while to okay, marathon. I'll hold you that, then. I mean, uh, I just, they should, like, have a a big marathon airing every single episode. I mean, <laughs> the Simpsons 500 episodes, it took 12 days to air, but, like, six, yeah. like, six, seven, no, 7,000 Sanjay-san episodes. How long will that take, like? Well, let's see, 500 takes 12 days. It won't take that long, come on. 7,000 episodes in a row. Wait, so if if, if 500 takes 12 days, then 1,000 would take 24 days. So times 24 by 7, that's got to be like six months. That's six months. Six months of Sazay-san. Oh, but with bathroom... Seven times twenty-four is one hundred and sixty-eight. It never so ends. Is that divided by thirty or? I'm, I'm confused. Someone in the comments can correct us, maybe. But yeah, Punisher, the video game for based on the movie that came out for the PlayStation Two, that was awesome because like 
basically it was like a shooter, but like you can torture your victims. Like you can just hold them up against like a buzzsaw or a... no. But what if it, what if one of them was like they had like this fake out where you put them against a buzzsaw, but it's one of those flash sensing buzzsaws, so it just drops. Oh, well, that that seems <laughs> the Punisher's just like oh shit. Ha! You just got punked, bro. It's me, Aston Kutcher. <laughs> no. And then, oh, not again. Be sure to watch Steve Jobs only in theaters this July. They're making another oh. Steve Jobs movie, yep. aren't they? They are. I heard they make another one? Yeah, no, with this one with better people, I guess. But it looks just as bad. But the, you know Josh Gad was Wozniak in the Kutcher one? Yeah. Right? I don't know. He, he, I think he was, but I heard he wanted to be in the new one. And... uh they wouldn't let him because they're like, we don't want an association. He wanted to play the same uh, role as before. Oh. Like, and they were like, no, we don't want to be associated with that fucking stupid Ashton Kusher movie. So <laughs> like they wouldn't even hear his audition. Oh, they were like so against it. I think that's what it, now I'm like, was he? In? What was yes, so he was. about that yeah. Steve Jobs movie anyway? Was it just like, oh, Steve Jobs is so amazing. I think it's just. Ashton Kutcher being in Ashton Kutcher being the worst possible. Well, he he does that. He he thinks he's like a good actor, which is his biggest flaw, is that he thinks he's like an important movie star. And he makes like the butterfly effect was another example of he took a screenplay that for a decade was considered the best unproduced screenplay. And he's like, well, I'm a movie star now. I want to make that movie. And no, the butterfly effect isn't that good, you know, so. Yeah, it was a mistake. But hey, he did Dude, Where's My Car? And now he's on Two and a Half Men. So, you know, he's making it. Oh, <laughs> wait, is that, that show ending? over? Is that show yeah, still going on? No, it ended. It was like a really equally shitty ending that fits the show. It's <laughs> oh. worth looking at. How does it end? Let's try to make an ending worse than How I Met Your Mother's. That'll, it ends. Um, that one was okay. I didn't mind that so much. Actually, the end for a two and a half. No, two and a half men is uh, Charlie Sheen's character is about to knock on the door, and just as he's about to knock, a, a piano falls on his head, and then you pull back and you see the writer of the show, and he looks back and he says, "Winning," and then a fucking piano falls on his head, and then it's just over. What? That's wait. Is that real? What? That's Are you really fucking us? I swear to God, that's literally the ending to Two and a Half Men. No fucking way. I don't. I thought Charlie would get an STD or something. This is. I'm gonna look it up. It's real. Wait, two. uh... There's no fucking way. That's a legit ending. I thought the end was that um they they they, you know it's snowing and they pan out and it's this kid with a snow globe in a mental institution. (laughs) And then he says, "Rosebud." Saint, <laughs> that was the inspiration for uh, like a billion like coma theories, or um, it was all in a kid's mind theories. Saint Elsewhere. Yeah. Saint Elsewhere did that. That was their big ending. Like, was there any hint to that? Like, was it just like some random thing that they just did, or what happened? It was a. Uh, it was kind of. I don't think there was a hint to it. It's kind of notorious for being the biggest like fuck you to the fans. <laughs> Wait, this is is this the real ending? Yeah, that's the ending. This be- uh, you better not bullshit us. I swear to God, that's the ending. Well, this this isn't real, is it? <laughs> that's literally the ending they aired on TV. 
What? What? You know what? I wish this gag with the pianos had kept going. Because Chuck Lorre took the Charlie Sheen thing really personally. I can't. What the hell? That was real? <laughs> well, at this point, they're like, we don't care. Just do whatever. This is the society we live in. Thanks a lot, Obama. Wow. Well, Jim is fucking pissed. That happened. <laughs> I just blame Obama for everything. It just doesn't even matter. It's like, ow, I stubbed my toe. Thanks a lot, Obama. Oh, I can't believe that happened. That was... That was real. Guest appearance, John Stamos. Oh, was he <laughs> Charlie Sheen? I guess. I like that they couldn't get just a simple stand-in. They're like... Let's get a good stand-in. Let's get a celebrity stand-in. Are you insinuating John Stamos is good? Okay, that's fair. Wait, that's a fair uh, point. Wait, 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 wait. Chuck Lore Productions, number 491. I know a lot of you might be disappointed that you didn't get to see Charlie Sheen in tonight's finale. For the record, he was offered a role. Our idea was to have him walk up to the front door on the last scene, ring the doorbell, then turn, look directly into the camera, and go off on a maniacal rant about the dangers of drug abuse. He would then explain that these dangers only applied to average people, that he was far from average. He was a ninja warrior from Mars. He was in Mars. He was invincible. And then we would drop a piano on him. We thought it was funny. He didn't. Instead, he wanted to write a heartwarming scene that would end up set up his return to primetime TV in a new sitcom called The Harper, starring him and John Cryer. We thought that was funny, too. Ouch. <laughs> That's at the end of the video. What the fuck? Oh, because Chuck Lorre did these, what they're called, vanity cards. And it's really just to, supposed to be your production company's name, but he would, like, write op-ed things in them. And so people would pause them and then post what they said on the internet. I don't like, know. he was known for that. It's, it's Chuck Lorre's, like, a whole thing, you know. I actually have a Chuck Lorre thing about, well... I'll wait till we get to the topic. Yeah. So let's get into the topic. Okay, now that we're at the topic, guess, do you know what Chuck Lorre did for Ninja Turtles? What did he do? This isn't a joke. You can look, look this up. Chuck Lorre... The guy we just watched in that video wrote the theme song to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The original? Yes, I'm not joking. That's how he got his start in the TV industry. <laughs> Explain who Chuck Lorre is besides that. Guy. Um, well, uh, see, Satan put a omen before that the Antichrist would be born. No, um, sorry, that was, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll stop with oh, the omen joke. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, Chuck Lorre is... The maniacal, the maniacal producer produced not only Two and a Half Men, but also produced uh, Big Bang Theory and I think Mike and Molly. He, uh, he makes everything. Uh, he ma he makes half of CBS basically. Wow! Yeah. But Thanks, Chuck Lorre, you piece of fucking trash. But our topic is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the '80s one. Yeah. So. Uh, so how many of you grew up watching Ninja Turtles? I no, did it a lot. I, did. Oh, well, I watched the four kids of it. Four kids version. Well, that's still a good version, but still, that's that's not the original. I mean, I remember I had a VHS tape and it, and I had it played over and over, and it was and it only had two episodes on there. And when I played now, it's just all scratched up and like covered in static and garbage, and it's like oh. actually. 
Huh? I had the same thing happen to me last night when I was trying to watch my Turtles tape. <laughs> it was all scratched. Like, I couldn't, the tracking wouldn't fix it. I was like, I overwatched this to shit, and it doesn't even play now. It's insane how ter- terrible mine is, but it's the one where there's some mutated bulls or something. Which take, Bulls? I don't know. They fight. There's a there's a chemical spill at a train station or something, and uh, there's mutated bulls. I don't know. I had a lot of the tapes, but um, I only saved one, and it's the one that didn't work. Oh. They had a, a thing in Burger King in the kids' meals, and if you, I think you either got a VHS or your parents had to pay an extra f- one. It was either what, between one and five dollars, and you got a, a videotape of an episode. Oh, I remember when like McDonald's and Burger King had like these weird extras, like. They had that one Ronald McDonald tape that was made by the people who made Rugrats, Clatsy Sluplo or whatever it's pronounced. Clatsy Sluplo, you mean? I don't know. Some people tell me how I per- that that way is also the wrong way to pronounce it. Oh, but who who cares? Clatsy Sluplo doesn't give a shit about anything else. Remember when uh, Burger King had those Xbox 360 video games they released? There's one at my Walmart, and I was considering like stealing it because I was like, you know what? It's in a Walmart pre-owned bin. I don't think anybody's gonna care. You wanna have, you wanna go to jail for stealing the Burger King video game at Walmart? They're never gonna find out. You're gonna get caught and you're gonna you're gonna have to explain how you got arrested at the prison. Maybe 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 the guy who I, runs security listens to this podcast and he's just waiting for Nolan. Like, I'm gonna get him. Steal it. I was just contemplating it. He's just, he's going to watch that pre-owned man and goes, Nolan is in the building. I repeat, Nolan is in the building. I placed the Burger King pre-owned thing in prime view, so he's going to get it. And they're like, like everyone just hides so we can get him. We need I some, wanted to get, what? We need some extra security at the bargain bin. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching him. We're watching. Oh, he's made a beeline. He's made a beeline. They're just going to put a bunch of, like, uh, soda cans on the floor of the, of the uh, bargain bin so, so they'll hear anyone trying to walk through it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like, put the Rent DVDs that we hid that one time he was trying to find Rent here. Fuck you! <laughs> Distract him with Rent. <laughs> you piece of shit. No, the, the, I, found, I found, like, 50 million blindside DVDs. Was that you were doing, too? <laughs> you know what? They didn't text me about that, but I wish that was my doing. <laughs> I mean, they need to put like a just a just a rent DVD under like a box with a stick. You know, one of those things where you pull the stick away and the box falls on top of the person. <laughs> They'll finally uh, I can't see. Out. I can't see. Ah. Oh, piece of candy! No, can I be on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's how that's how it'll get you. Is like he'll like put you in the room and go now. I could I could call the authorities or I could be on the pizza party podcast. I'm a funny guy. Everyone's security says Larry tells the best jokes. Please and let me I on. And I wrote the script to block cop. Wait, block what's cop. what's the is the topic? What's the topic? I bet it's funny. Sanjay San. Never mind. Oh, no. You're just going to jail. Oh man. <laughs> oh damn it. Rats. Yeah, Burger King games. <laughs> like I think like Halo Three. No, I think Burger King was the best game on Xbox 360. Like you got you mean Sneak King, Sneak King. It was like Metal Gear, you know, like Hideo Kojima worked on that, and it was just and like even he just gave it a stamp of approval, thinking, yeah, this is this truly is the sequel to um uh, to Metal Gear Three. 
This is almost as good. Well, this is better than Metal Gear Solid Five. I can't beat this. I quit, Konami. And there was big bumping. It was like uh, it was bumper cars with, with Burger King characters, and then then there was a pocket bike racer. It was a racing game with pocket bikes. You know what pocket bikes are? No. Are those this those things you put in your pocket? You played with your fingers with and stuff. No, it's it. They're like they're like. It's uncultured swine. They're like fully functional oh, motorcycles, but they're really small. I guess they're for like little kids or something, but grown people use them sometimes. Well, I think I remember they used them once and that fad quickly died out. Dude, did people use pocket bikes? Hang on. Oh, they still sell them at Toys R Us. I think they were for little kids, but grown people were use them. Mm. As ironic things. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I remember this. Ninja yeah. Turtle Ninja Turtle VHS tapes, yeah. So I had so many of the like and I knew so many people that when I was rewatching or looking at the episode guide for the second season, I think I knew people I I'd seen the whole second season on VHS just through individual tapes. Because mm-hmm. so many people wanted that. It was so big then. Yeah, I mean like it lasted like what, ten years of it lasted from, I mean, to give you the scope, it was like from before the first movie came out. Like, it started on 96. Yeah, well, it it was like the end of like 87, I thought. Is it 86 or 87? Well, well, the history, let's, Joe, you wanted to discuss the history of how the Ninja Turtle started as a comic? No. Yeah, so, yeah, it started out in the 80s from uh, the two people, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Like they pretty much took the two most popular comics at the time, uh, Daredevil and X-Men, and combined them together like, just to make like a joke comic. You know, they took the Teenage Mutants from X-Men and the Ninjas, which are really big in Dare, uh, Daredevil, and then, you know, pushed it together. And they're like, yeah, let's pick a, a random animal. It's like, whatever. So then they picked Turtle. So that's pretty much how it came to be. It was just like a big joke. Yeah. And like it was shitting on comics at the time. I mean, it was made in like their uh, kitchen where they stapled it together. Well, that's hey, why it was called that. Mirage Studios, because they didn't have a studio. It was a Mirage. It was a fucking lie. But the the Foot Soldiers is a direct parody, because instead of the hand, it's the foot. It should have just been called Fucking Lies Studios. Fucking fraudulent <laughs> but assholes. There was the, the thing about the Ninja Turtle show and their whole popularity is it really... The comic predates when creators took back control from the major companies because before that if you were a creator and you had a hit it had to be from marvel or dc and the ninja turtles just kind of like it didn't even matter it was just such a huge hit and then the cartoon kind of predates when in the early 90s like it predates the simpsons it predates batman animated series the x-men show ren and stimpy it like comes in at like a perfect time where like He-Man and Transformers had died off and there wasn't really anything coming out that would be major for a couple of years after. So they just kind of dominated until the mid 90s. It was like a ridiculous run, you know. Calabunga. Yeah, and and when when they did sell <laughs> they had products for everything too. Like every everything had Ninja Turtles on it. There were Ninja Turtles pizza, there were Ninja Turtles cakes, there were Ninja Turtles Fucking ice cream, fucking. Well, that was like if you were a kid then, you just wanted you wanted all of it. It was like everyone I know doesn't matter if you were a boy or a girl. You watched Ninja Turtles. It was just such a cultural 
milestone for a kids at the time. I remember the stupid like present I got like for like I don't know like 1998. <laughs> they were I guess they were still making Ninja Turtle uh, toys and like I got this a- these action figures of them, but their armor was like they had this armor and it was like yellow with tiger stripes on it. It looked so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I hope this video is still up. It was by Overtime Comedy. They, they used to make YouTube videos, and it, was, and it was them showing off all these ridiculous Ninja Turtle toys, like Star Trek Ninja Turtles or Farmer Ninja Turtles. Like, they, they were desperate for anything that they could make. Oh, it, actually, it's funny you should bring this up. I forgot about this till this today, but I know a guy who has one of the biggest Ninja Turtle collections, like, in the country. <laughs> And this, I'm just, I'm not, I went to school with this guy here. I'll send you the link. But I went to school with this guy. I didn't know this until like a couple months ago. And he has like a ridiculous Ninja Turtles. He has like a shrine in his parents' house to Ninja Turtles because they made so much. In his parents' house? Well, he doesn't live in his parents' house. I want to, I want to preface that. He doesn't live in his parents' house. But the shrine is in his parents' house. Mom, dad, can you please fucking hold my massive collection of Ninja Turtles memorabilia? Thanks. I like, Basically, I, I like how he has a, a a bunk bed. This this guy. yeah. Um, oh, I didn't. You know what? I didn't notice he has a fugitoid. I think it's that's that was a character from the comics. Fugitoid. But but yeah, it was like. But they made so much Ninja Turtles crap. But the cool thing about Ninja Turtles is that Eastman and Laird, since it was independent, got rich off of Ninja Turtles. Yep, pretty much. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like Jack Kirby, and he was living in a shack where Stanley would come around and hit him in the face every two days, um, which is what he did. Everyone knows that. No one wants to like talk about it. Jack Kirby lived in a shack, and Stanley's like, "I'll pay your rent, kid." And Jack Kirby's like, "Oh, thank you. I could really use it." Go, but I get to hit you in the fucking face every two days. He, he gets a piece. I hate you. He gets a. Pl- Stanley would always get a piece of salami and just smack him right in the face, and it, it, he would get the grease all over his face, and then he gets zits like days later and stuff. And he goes, "Oh, you got zits? Here's some more, you bitch." You fucking it's clobbering time. Remember when you came up with that, but I said I came up with it. Yeah, life's rough. See you in two days. Yeah, Stanley would always just like hide in like his refrigerator, and like whenever he opens the refrigerator, he would just strike right there. Sometimes he'd be in the cupboards or like under the toilet seat and just like right there like a ninja, just ready to kill him. No ready to smack him with the salami. Cowabunga. Smack. He's like Excelsior and he just smacks him straight in the face. Excelsior. Excelsior. He slams his face so hard in a desk he cuts it open and then he just throws it on the ground. Excelsior. And then he tosses him. He tosses him like a Spider-Man rag and he goes, clean yourself up. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, sir. Go back to DC, asshole. They have, but they actually fought. Eastman and Laird tried to fight for Jack Kirby to get more money from Marvel, but it didn't work. Oh. But, but they did fight for that. But they were like before Image Comics happened. Uh, Eastman and Laird were like these huge millionaires. Off it was like right before the comics boom of the early '90s. They were like the first kind of comic millionaires. I think Eastman bought Heavy Metal magazine even. Oh. Which is pretty insane. I, just, I mean, he bought he bought an issue. I didn't mean. I, no, I'm joking. I just imagine them living in their mansion with that's just painted green, and they're just smoking like Cuban cigars. But like the head of the cigar is just like a Ninja Turtle head. <laughs> Bodacious. Yeah, we made Ninja Turtles. We're the greatest. That's, I mean, they made a parody comic, and then it became the cartoon, and then it just like snowballed into this. The cartoons 
really what made it a huge thing because the comic is really dark. I mean, I don't think they could have made. Oh yeah. The the com- you know the comic they didn't even have different colored bandanas until they made the cartoon that was made up for the cartoon show yeah because if you see the like the early art for like even the video game the first NES game they all have just red bandanas and I, I, yeah you know I'm really surprised we we don't see more like Ninja Turtle OCs like where's the you know the yellow Ninja Turtle with like you remember the gun? female Ninja Turtle the emo Ninja Turtle the female Ninja oh Turtle. no it's that's yep. the Venus de Milo. <laughs> Yeah, Venus yeah, Demile. Yeah, and it was like uh, for the next mutation show, the live action one where they have these costumes and they're not as good as the movie. Oh, yeah. Why didn't they call her like? Why would she be Venus Demilo? She should have. They should have stuck with artists. She could have been Frida Carlo or something. <laughs> That's not a Renaissance painting, but yeah, that could have worked. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, but, com- you know, I'm taking that OC. It's my idea now. I'm Frida Carlo. Frida the Ninja Turtle. And she can be like the Spanish lady ninja yeah. turtle. Yeah. <laughs> she you know. Oh. Yeah. And other differences from like the comic and the um show, like the comics were so much more violent. Like yeah, they had the foot soldiers weren't like, like robots like in the cartoon, they were real people. Oh yeah. So like in the comic they'd just be killing foot soldiers left and right. I mean, I think I guess the comic book version of everything is a lot more violent than the the cartoon it's been. They made well, after not as extreme because Ninja Turtles, when it started, didn't have to have a comics code because it's independent. Oh, yeah. And Marvel like X-Men or when the X-Men or Spider-Man would happen, they tone it down, but they didn't have to tone it down as much, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. But it was like, I mean, that show was I remember having all the figures and even when we'd have pizza for dinner, I'd bring down all my Ninja Turtle action figures to have d- pizza dinner with us with everyone just because I was like what the Ninja Turtles like pizza so you know yeah party dude oh yeah I, their their pizza love though is a little uh it can get a little gross like they make pizza look good but sometimes they're just like we're gonna have ice cream on a pizza oh dude fuck bodacious like, I- let's have cereal on a pizza Calabunga. Like I'm waiting for like Mikey just just to like you know just get tired and he becomes Slurms McKenzie. Where's like I'm I'm I don't care anymore. I've had enough <laughs> of partying. I'm so tired. Well, so yeah. Tired. But the the show had three seasons before the movie happened. Yeah. So it was like pretty pretty omnipresent at that point. Yeah, I mean. Like, uh, yeah, pretty much everyone knew it by the TV show. Like, was was Ninja Turtles popular when it was a comic? Like, was it really that popular? It it like it it was, but it didn't. I mean, I was like really little, so I don't remember the comic before the show. But it was popular, but it didn't like really take off until the show. But the thing is, they were making toys when the com- like there. If you look at the old issues, they were making toys like by the third or fourth issue. And then play, I think play, Playco, uh, was Playco or yeah, Playco. I think they made the toys and they said you have to lighten the comic up or make a cartoon show. So basically, like the merchandising was dependent on the show happening. Uh-huh. It was like all a kind of it was all tied together. And so when the show happened, they lightened it up and then they made an Archie comic. That was more like the show and continued on with their own thing. So they were just a bunch yeah. of fucking sellouts. I mean, yeah. I don't I think they sold out. 
I think they bought in. Because <laughs> they continued, they still like continue to make comics the way they want to make comics. They just let everyone have the Ninja Turtles they want. Walls they are like, but we'll be over here making the shit we want to do. Yeah, they had, didn't they sign up for a contract or something saying that hey, if we if you have a we have a cartoon, we have to make a comic also, but that the comic's in our own vision. Yeah, the the deal with the the Ninja Turtle when Eastman and Laird sold it to Nickelodeon in the past five or six years or something, and part of the contracts deal was they're allowed to make thirteen issues every year, and they get to have creative control over it. So like, I like that they made i think they made like a hundred million each or something like a ridiculous amount and but part of the deal was still like we get to make comics the way we want you can make your dumb movie or whatever but like in the show i don't watch the new show but they still get to do their own thing which is cool i mean you know they kind of won in a way but they kind of sold out but didn't yeah but didn't mirage sell all the rights to the turtles to nickelodeon no, they did, but they sold all the rights, but they still get control of the comic. But they got paid. Those The two who created it did get paid, but they still have... I think one of them has a position working on, like as an advisor. I think they're both advisors and they get a salary. So they're, they are more than okay. It's not, you know, they are probably the comics creators that made out better than anybody. You know? Well, that's good, unless they're scumbags. But they probably I mean, don't see much they of. didn't really... They didn't really make anything after, but they have like tried to support independent comics, and they've used their money for. I don't know. I've never met them or anything, but or even heard an interview with them. But to my understanding, they support independent comics and have fought for creative rights and stuff. So, mm-hmm. shell shock. Yeah. <laughs> but the watch the first five episodes. It's it like the first season is only five episodes and it's like an origin story of how the cartoon happened and how they got all their technology in the turtle van and stuff. Yeah, those are really well animated. It's like they actually oh. gave more of a shit. Well, but, not that well animated because I, well, I recall compared stuff- to the other seasons yeah. compared to season two. It's it's like they they there's some really cool shots in it. Yeah, I mean there's several scenes in like the in the series where the the colorist would screw up and like he would draw like two Donatellos or something. Yeah, I, I noticed that like someone would be talking. You're like, is that? I thought that was Michelangelo. What's going yeah, like on? The voices switch sometimes. Like it, it sometimes gets confusing <laughs> to have characters that look almost the same besides their color. Yeah, that's well. You know they actually recorded them all together. Like, they didn't do the usual animation thing where they record a line. They just record each line individually. They actually recorded all their lines as a group. Yes, because that, I mean, that, that's how typical a lot of American shows do now. Because I think before it was just, like, individually. Yeah, I mean, at the time, no show did that. It's kind of interesting. But that's why sometimes a voice actor will suddenly change on an episode. Because if you couldn't make the cast recording, they would just replace you. Oh, that's but, but then you could could come back later, and it was just like yeah, you okay, could dude. come back like the next step. You'd be gone for one episode. It was weird. Are they just like stand-ins? Like they they will just like record the other guy when he can. So it, it, the no, they would just they would just have a stand-in for the episode a lot of the well, time. That's why, like, because you know who played the Shredder, right? Yeah, the guy the. The dad from Fresh Prince. Yeah, like he was, he was, I can't imagine what his early 90s were like. He had a huge sitcom and he was on one of the biggest kid shows ever. Like he was rolling in dough, you know. 
But yeah. I wish there was an episode where he revealed to Will Smith he was the Shredder. What? I can't imagine that um, the being a voice actor for the Ninja Turtles paid well. I think it was just like a standard B or whatever. That's, prob- that's probably true, but I mean, I'm sure it wasn't bad money after a while because they produced so many of them. Like they actually produced a season. I'm not even joking that they they worked on a season and they couldn't get it done in time. So it eventually aired on USA or something called like a trip to Europe or European vacation or something. And like they like they just like were overproducing episodes at a certain point because it was just so successful. In uh, I think it was Europe. They couldn't call them Ninja Turtles. They had to call them hero turtles because they thought it was too violent no there's a there's a you can look it up on youtube there's the uk intro is teenage mutant hero turtles and in the song they re-recorded it and took out all the mentions of ninjas in it and apparently even when michelangelo would use nunchucks they would cut. They would cut that out. They would find a way to cut around it because uh, the Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher was against uh, nunchucks. Apparently, nunchucks were like really political in the late '80s because I kept looking this up because I was kind of interested that like Margaret, the Prime Minister, and Margaret Thatcher herself kind of cared about what the Ninja Turtles were doing. Was like kind of odd, but. You could bring up that uh, Ninja Turtles was an Irish animation company made it, and she was her in Ireland didn't really get along. So blades and swords, okay, but like nunchucks, whoa. Well, because no. nunchucks apparently were popular. I don't know, but when I asked anyone who was English who was watching the show, they were like, "Yeah, no, I just I just accepted that it was called Hero Turtles," and I was like, "But was the movie or the comic?" And I go, "No, that was that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles," and I was like, "But then." You should have realized they're like, I don't know. I just never thought about it. And like everyone I talked to was like, that was just how it was. And then by season four, they turned the cartoon to Ninja Turtles. But the movie, the movies were always different, which is odd. Um, for Michelangelo's nunchucks, like in starting season four, they like um, started like having them use like something called a turtle line or something shit like that. Yeah. And it was a grab hook. Yeah. And then the nunchucks were completely phased out by like season five. And they were just like, mm-hmm. it, it was like some sort of like it was a, a stick with a, a turtle shell on a chain. Yeah, that was weird. Like, I don't understand the were nunchucks were. Was that a real thing? Like people like who was like who's like, ow, my head, dude, stop. I'm how, eating food. How are stop the blades more acceptable? I don't understand. I guess because nunchucks are easier to get or something. <laughs> I don't Nunchucks, yeah. were probably, no, nunchucks were probably easier to like, I don't know, like you could hit somebody with them and it would cause, it, they were easier to get your hands on maybe. Or, or maybe you could just like create a, like a fake nunchucks, you know, just, it's just two sticks and a string so you could just make your own. So I think they were afraid that kids might do that. Just, just get a Wii remote and stuff, that'll work. There yeah, was because like the worst, like I'm pretty sure swords were already a controversy way before turtles and then that was settled and then nunchucks were just like, whoa. Whoa. Well, this is pretty metal. I there was a lot of uh, talk. Oh, I'm sorry, what were you saying? I sorry. imagine with the theme song where they replaced just ninja with hero, I just imagine Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. No, it sounds like if if you watch it, it, it they actually re-recorded it, but it's just jarring because I know that theme song so well. So it's like, 
So like in my brain, I'm like, no, that's no, this, this is isn't true. It's impossible. No, this is a bunch of lies. It's such a strange form of censorship. Well, this is the problem with the late 80s in terms of censorship is you had all these former hippies who now had kids um, and their views on violence was so was just really limiting. And uh, they assume like most of the complaints about Ninja Turtles were kids were fighting on the playground now and they were like kicking each other. I'm like, yes, because that didn't happen until the late 80s. That was a revel in the 50s. Everyone was just hanging out, playing with their trucks, getting along. No one, no kids. It was just like they really had this kind of self-entitled view of about violence. That's that. weird because that actually keeps happening. Uh, I remember hearing a report like a couple of months back, maybe a year, then like a certain school they had to ban superheroes because uh, kids were like fighting in like playgrounds and all that, doing the same thing. So like, pretty much you can't. Really? Yeah, you can't play as superheroes in like school anymore. So that was really weird. What I mean, the shell? Wow. What? I said, what the shell? <laughs> Fuck off. Cowabunga. 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 That that is what introduced a a whole age group of saying dude is solely from this show. I completely think that. Dude, cowabunga. You should. Oh, sorry. I I never thought about Ninja Turtle. No, never mind. Go on, Jim. Well, the, the thing that's just crazy about it is how long it ran like it had 190 like 85 episodes like it ran for a long it ran literally from before i was in elementary school until i was in the seventh grade which is like a really long time for for a kid's show especially that like no saturday morning show lasted that long yeah 10 years i think nine years nine years but it was still like i didn't know soon until the simpsons overtook it oh yeah yeah but it was like never um it was just, I don't think, it was the number one Saturday morning and animated show until X-Men happened. So it was like number one for years. Like, it was just such a, and even after that, it was still a big show because it was on every day. And it was on Saturday mornings. But I think it just didn't, it couldn't evolve with the times, even though they tried to change the show in the last two seasons. But I watched the last episode and it's like really weird. What? What? The Red Sky Seasons, as they call it. Yeah, the Red Sky. It's weird. I mean, the voices are the, the same, but, but it's just like Shredder's not there anymore. And there is, there is. I will say, the best part about the last episode, there's a part where April goes, hold on, let me check the net. Tap, 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 tap. Oh, there's nothing on the net about that. <laughs> this was like 96, so barely yeah, the internet was I, a thing. But I was thinking like, like, you know, oh, sorry. I was thinking like, you know, that's kind of similar to now we have like people like, oh, I check Twitter and Google and there's nothing. And that's like what people do now. That's the only things like this. It's basically like, like all those things are like, I'll check the net. And then they just hit a bunch of buttons and it made no sense at the time. Now that's like the reality. Yo. It was ahead of its time. Yeah, but I love in 90s things where they're like, let me check the net. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> but apparently the net for them can like, is, is instant internet. Yeah, and at the time they're like, let me check the net. And they're like, are you checking? I go, yes, it's loading. It's like, hey, get off Jesus. the phone. Hang on, wait. I gotta check. Here, I'll call <laughs> you back in an hour. I'm, I'm also downloading pictures of Sarah Michelle Geller. It's like, I'm into it. It's the mid-90s. It's a thing. I'll call you back. Hang on, my, my Napster files are downloading. It's going to be an hour. 
My Napster files uh, that it gonna... says Weird Al did a parody of this song. I'm pretty sure it's Weird Al. They wouldn't mislabel Weird Al on Napster. I'm gonna give my... I got to download my midis. Hold on. I'm getting a midi of boom. soundtrack it's gonna be amazing it's got wild <laughs> wild west in there <laughs> oh no and and like i remember like a lot of people saying like yeah i didn't get my song it was just like a recording of bill clinton or some guy pretending to be bill clinton <laughs> uh, what okay there was this thing on like i think it's like some i think it was limewire like people would d- download a song but this it wasn't a song it was an advertisement of bill clinton saying something like wait uh, I remember that. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Bill Clinton. I, if I want free stuff, I go to thiswebsite.com. Thiswebsite.com. My fellow Americans, I would once again like to say that I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I did, however, go to ifreeclub.com, where they offer hundreds of free products, computers, notebooks and accessories, televisions, home and portable audio and video, fashion and cosmetics, housewares, and much more. Visit them today. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And you got to consider that in the 90s, uh, downloading a three megabyte song was like, took like several hours. Oh, no, I remember I took it. I was sick one day in high school. And I just went on Napster and downloaded a bunch of songs. And by like 2 p.m., they started to finish. And I was like, yes, awesome. I have my song. I feel like such a fucking child. One whole song. Yeah. Talking to Grandpa Pan and Grandpa Jim. <laughs> like I remember- Where I remember. Back in the day, my VHS and Ninja Turtles don't work no more because we watched them way too much. We ain't got the silly wide band internet. Grandpa what? Jim, you're black? Whoa. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't see color, unlike you children nowadays. Grandpa Jim. Everything was black and white in my day. Was rampant. What? Grandpa Jim, you grew up when racism was rampant. You don't have the right to say that to me. I'm a millennial. <laughs> I remember. Actually, I made the millennial cut because the cut is 82. I made it. Yeah. Wow, Jim's, young, Jim's just barely young enough to be a millennial. Congratulations, Jim. I was, I was. by the way, I was a little shocked when I found, you know, millennials are the largest age group now. That's why Jurassic Park's successful. Yeah, that's, that's honestly what I thought when I heard that. I was like, fucking Jurassic World, yeah. motherfucker. Fifth highest grossing movie worldwide of all time. No, fifth or fourth. Uh, it's in the top it's five. making now. a bunch of money. It's still in number one after so many weeks. Nothing can take it down. Even the Terminator. Yeah, did anyone see the new Terminator? The topic uh, is Ninja Turtles. We're talking about Terminator. Sean, we're going talking about the Ninja Turtles now. And I drink my iced tea and talk about the 90s. Yeah, so Terminator Genesis was okay. Uh, I mean, you're I, being you're being very generous. I mean, I think uh, I don't know. I like Arnold as a character in this movie, but like out of everything, all the other story parts are like, wait, what's going on? Why? No, Arnold Arnold was actually pretty good. The the small dick joke was funny. <laughs> 
Who was that kid? Why? Wait, is, is John Connor that kid? No, wait, is Sarah? I don't know. Kyle, that kid? I don't it's, know. It's so confusing. It's like, and it doesn't make any sense. And I like that part where they reference the older movies because it reminds me of stuff better. <laughs> like, there, there's a scene. In- I don't know if, I don't know if Ken saw it or not. <laughs> there's a scene in the in Terminator Genesis where there's a box and it says Genesis on it and like they open it and I thought like is Sega Genesis gonna be in there? It's like no, no, what a lie! I was so it's disappointed. Just, it has some <laughs> Bill and Ted level time travel ideas because because well I have to spoil something but well okay well, who but they have for anyone who doesn't spoil want to be, it spoil, spoil it who can, for anyone who doesn't it. want to be spoiled by Terminator Genesis skip two no. Five minutes and fifty-three seconds. Well, no, the part where he at the end, this is like at the very end. So I'm just I'm just spoiling shit. Is because when he time travels, he has these memories because time has changed because he time traveled, and he has these memories of him as a kid saying like Genesis is Skynet, and which is a weird memory to have. But then at the end, he goes to his young self and tells him to never forget that, so he knows that Genesis is Sky. It's stupid. Which is like a Bill and Ted thing where it's like, whoa, dude, if we just put this these, this tape recorder and these keys right there in, in the future, it'll help us now. And then it instantly appears. <laughs> it's like the same shit. I, oh, God. At least Bill and Ted was funny. I mean, the Terminator timeline is just fucked to hell. Like, there's no rules anymore. There, you know what? You want to feel bad about the, the Terminator franchise? There are more now more bad Terminator movies than good ones. No, well, you know, Terminator Three was not that bad. I mean, it was, it's no way it's any good like one and two, but you know, I, I enjoyed it for what it I mean, was. I don't, I don't hate Three that much, but Salvation was, oh god. Um, I did Jeff, like Salvation. Jim was like, okay. I actually hate Salvation more. But I like Salvation had a good joke where someone's like, John, John, you can't go out there. What'll happen? And he turns to his girlfriend and goes, I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) And then right after they play that Guns N' Roses song from Terminator 2. And that was the only part I liked. I was like, oh, man, I love that Guns N' Roses song. It's a great song. Stop quote. I I hate that they keep saying, come with me if you want to live, or any of those quotes over and over again in these sequels. Well, how are they supposed to hook the nostalgia pan? That's true. Oh, you want to hear why these movies are made? Why? Did you make money? um, Well, thank you, Ken. That's (laughs) Hey, a turtle here to help, man. (laughs) No, sorry. Um... Linda Hamilton was married to James Cameron for a little bit and part of their divorce settlement not only did she get 50 million dollars but she got the rights to the Terminator movies and then she sold them to someone and so Terminator 3 happened and because of that divorce this is why the sequels keep happening so James Cameron has nothing he doesn't get anything from the Terminator movies because he lost the rights in a divorce so it's literally just Linda Hamilton just being a butthurt bitch well, she may, I think she just made her money and walked away. But, I mean, if you want to put it that way, you know, well, I guess. How did she get the rights? Through the divorce. Yeah, through divorce. Half of everything. Do you share your properties? I don't know. I think that's part of, that's considered part of, uh, like, that's, a, that's worth something. It's like how, like, when people get divorced, 
they'll be like, I get the beach house and you get the regular house or something. I don't know. I don't know anyone. I don't deal with divorce. So. I like to th- I like to think of it as in the divorce settlement. Okay, James, you get to keep the rights to Avatar and I get Terminator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Uh-huh. I bet she took the rights for the abyss also, but nobody wanted those. No one remembers that. No. What, what was the abyss again? It was like his. It's a little better because that was when James Cameron was still good. It's like this weird underwater movie, and there's an alien underwater or something. I own it. I haven't watched it in a while. I think I own it. Oh, I do. It's right here. <laughs> he has a ride in hand's reach. J- um, Jim loves uh, the. Um, the abyss so much he just has it within reach. Termin- no, well, I'm my DVDs are right behind me, so I don't. It's, it's not. Yeah. So, I, so it looks like Terminator sell, uh, Genesis didn't succeed at the box office, and Tr- Jurassic Park is still still at number one. They're they're just hoping Terminator Genesis makes money overseas. I mean, they're like I don't know, like they think that like, hey, Jurassic Park made a lot of money. Like, hopefully Terminator will. And no, because Terminator no. has been doing a bunch of things. They had like a, a TV series and another movie a few years ago. So it's not really like banking in on on such a long delay of nostalgia. Yeah, well, well, it's also that. Sorry, what were you gonna say? What was the Sarah Connor um Sarah Connor Chronicles even about? Sarah Connors uh, uh, going to her chronicles or something. <laughs> Narnia, maybe. I don't know. Chronic back pain. No, it was it was ten. It was between be two and three. Actually, I think uh, I think uh, t- th- part three never happened in that universe. So that's yeah, it's like an alternate timeline. It's weird. Everything's an alternate timeline. Like nothing makes sense. Like if they destroyed the Terminator in ter- destroyed Skynet in T two, like they would have. It, they would have never existed, so they would have never gone back in time. So none of this makes any sense. Yeah, they just need to. The problem with making a sequel, like Jurassic World, was a sequel that people wanted to see. Yeah. Like when you heard the concept, like, oh, it's if the park had opened and had happened. You're like, oh, that sounds awesome. I want to see that. But Terminator doesn't have that sequel. Wow, I mean, well, okay, Jim, what if they make a Terminator sequel where you see the the battles in the future? What if they do that? Yeah, they did that. It was called Terminator I mean, Salvation. I mean, I'm not falling for that do- again. <laughs> I'm not falling for that again. <laughs> I'm not going back. I refuse listen, listen. to. Everybody I'm not thought back. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the kitchen and make myself a sandwich. You walk to the door and then you turn. I'll be back. I'm going what? back to the future <laughs> again. Look, everybody Twice. thought a like a, the Future Wars one would be awesome, but it sucked. Like unless they get like someone really good to do it. But James Cameron apparently gets the rights back in 2019. Yeah, so. if he's not busy with Avatar. Well, Hold Avatar on, will have come out. I'll be right back, guys. Avatar will come out and bomb. So that will. That will and then bomb. James Cameron will need to have something to make money off of. I'm going to make true lies, too. False. <laughs> False. He's, he's been talking about that forever. I want true lies, too, because it's just like the action movie that no, no one gives a shit. It's just stupid fun. True lies. Is, I like true lies. Yeah. It's good. But Terminator, crap! I don't even he know. Should, what if James Cameron just reboots Term- Terminator no. though? I don't. Th- I don't think he will. I. I. I would be surprised if he does anything with it. I mean, like at this point, the timeline's so fucked up that every single one of those movies was a a reboot. I was surprised he endorsed 
um, Genesis because he's talked shit about the Alien sequels before. But they'll get. Didn't he only work on one? He worked on. Just he directed two. Aliens. Yeah, I know. I I I meant like one movie. Oh, so like, sorry. What? Yeah, but it was like the best. The first two Alien movies are the best two. Yeah. Yeah, but like. Then all of a sudden he acts like he's like the head of the Aliens franchise or some shit. It's like, stay in your fucking lane. No one dude. cares about the other oh. director. Um, uh, Ridley Scott. Yeah, Ridley Scott. Peter Pan. People, well, people care about him. He just won't go off on. He won't start go, talking about Alien vs. Predator because he didn't see it. That's the difference. Yeah, but James Cameron. Wait, he didn't? Oh. I doubt Ridley Scott saw Alien vs. Predator. Come on. I mean, would he? I don't think he would. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. How many child deaths were in the Ninja Turtles? Hmm. Oh, at least four. <laughs> they, like, sometimes, like, if they don't eat pizza, they'll have to eat a child. Yeah, that thing. But did you have you watched the later seasons? I wonder the how Red many children Space? killed themselves after I heard they heard their concert tour. Oh, Ooh. no. The concert. The turtles. The coming out of our shells tour. That went on us. I, the coming out of their shells tour where they admit their homosexuality. Like, I, I thought that was a very brave tour. Like That was that a was brave tour. Ahead of its time. Yeah. It was very brave of them. Yeah. I'm glad they can find the Ninja Turtles can finally marry each other now. I can't they believe they're brothers. That's come on. Well, they're not really brother, are they? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, they are. I mean, I thought brother so, in yeah, spirit, you know, like you don't know if they came from the same turtle mom. Like, did, dude, they uh, look, they look so similar. They're turtles. They, they look the same. Well, Whoa, the, wait, wait, are you a, 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 a turtleist? <laughs> they're fucking turtles. Damn, wow. They're they recolors. Look different. They're fucking shameless recolors of each other. That's what they are. They're, they're, they, they can't be in Smash Brothers because whoa, whoa, whoa. Just... did you just call someone a recolor? <laughs> that's a fucking slur, man. You gotta go to yeah. fucking jail. That's oh, fucked shit. up. That's, that's fucked up. I will right. not apologize for what I've said because yes, they are you facts. will. You will apologize. You apologized for Jesse Moynihan's mm. roast. Fuck you. I stick by that, but I will not apologize for this. You're That's pretty disgusting. Yeah. Shameless recolors. Like I'm, I'm surprised they didn't make any more like shameless recolors of the Ninja Turtles. But I think there was something in their contract saying, "Look, you can have the cartoon, but do not make any more any shameless recolors like the perp, like the Black Ninja Turtle." Oh, I mean, no, wait. No, they're like what the fuck? No, wait, what you racist thinking, asshole? The color they haven't used, used already, like word? yellow. No, wait, <laughs> never mind. Ninja? Fuck you. Okay, wait. Oh, I need you to don't ninja. It's it's the correct term is hero. I I'm, I need to find a color that they haven't used that isn't like a, an ethnicity of a color. <laughs> like, um, breakfast is ruined. Fuck <laughs> no, Brec- what? What just <laughs> breakfast is ruined? <laughs> I don't. I. <laughs> That's a um, irate gamer. <laughs> oh, but the. the <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I remember that. Okay. Ugh. But yeah, you should check out check out the Red Sky seasons because that was when they were trying to compete with X Men because X Men was. What? And Batman. Um, Batman. Batman. Batman was the cartoon that like revolutionized like painting. Uh. Well. With like, 
like colors on dark like paper. Look, I will watch. I watch Batman pretty much every month of my life for the past three years or something, and I love Batman. But it was not as popular as X Men at the time. Really? Yeah, because the thing is, is to me, I was like in elementary school and I'd go over to some kid's house for the afternoon and be like, Oh, let's watch Batman. They go, no, what's with those weird fucking heads? Those like cube heads. And I'd be like, the fuck is wrong with you? And, but like I was seven, so I didn't say fuck, yeah. but, um, they, sure? nope. you seem like the type of person who said fuck at a very young age. Well, that's, <laughs> that's probably true, but they like, most kids were not really that into it. It was respected and it won like the Emmy and, um, it did do well. It just like X Men just like took over uh, after when that first season. When you said that um, Batman won at the Emmys, I just picture the seven year old with like a like a wine glass of champagne. He's like, Batman won the Emmy. Throws the glass on the floor. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is rigged. I'm going back to the Kids Choice Awards. I mean, Batman the animated series was popular. It just wasn't number one. I think it was like two or three. It was just X Men like had the momentum of the comic and Marvel and everything at the time. And it just blew up. Batman was, st- Batman's always popular. Yeah. I mean, especially in America, Batman makes more in America than any country in the world. So I, mean, I kind of expect I would expect it to be like really popular, you know, cause the movie had just come out and it was just like following the hype well, of the movie leading into it. Well, returns was not what, because Animated series came out after Returns, and nobody really liked Returns. And so the feeling about Batman was kind of lowered for a couple of years. So it was like, it was hard. I mean, people always liked Batman. It was still a popular show. It just wasn't like a phenomenon type show. You and know? then Mask of the Phantasm came out, and that bombed. Well, that didn't, that didn't come out in many That wasn't handled very well. Yeah. But... Warner X-Men Bros. never handles their animated movies while, like, Powerpuff Girls bomb too because they didn't Iron Giant. Cats don't dance. Well, that's Turner broadcast, but somewhat the same. If yeah, cats can dance, let me get a cat. I'll show you. <laughs> wow! <laughs> but the... the I, I was on, Jim, what the fuck? Don't do this to me again. I don't want to be embarrassed on camera. I, I, was, I remember, <laughs> like, I was on, on Rotten Tomatoes, and I was just looking up the score for Cats Don't Dance out of curiosity, and there's this one asshole critic who says... Cats do not dance, nor do they entertain. Damn it, why cats That was actually... Right, Nolan? What a fucking dick. What'd you, what'd you say, a... Huh? I said they haven't watched my cat videos, right, Nolan? Cat videos? Oh. I don't know. I don't... I don't You're not fucking care. Cowabunga! <laughs> Cowabunga <laughs> piece of dog shit! No, they, he's a angry video game nerd. He's released a ton of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle videos, like on a ton of animation mistakes. Like he made fifty million of the pizzas that were featured on the show. Like, uh, I, 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 I grew up with Ninja Turtles, but I forgot about it. But eventually, when uh, angry video game nerds started making videos on like the video games in the the third movie, like it got me into it again. This, I mean, they're. It's kind of a fun show. I like, but there were so many video games of it. Even when it was descending in popularity, people would be playing the games yeah. like crazy. I mean, like they were all. Most of them were pretty good, as I recall. Yeah, the the original ones. I don't know if any modern ones are any good at all. Well, I mean, till like ninety four, ninety five, they were pretty good. Because like the beat 'em up, the beat 'em ups were the best ones. That's what everyone mm-hmm. says. 
Oh, the new one of the newest ones, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows, was apparently a fucking ba- um, disaster in a Batman Arkham game ripoff. <laughs> well, it was a shitty beat 'em up, but like they try to like get the the Nickelodeon models, the one for the CGI cartoon, and kind of make them more realistic looking, but with the same shape. It looked weird. The game looked nice, I guess. I mean, it did, it wasn't outstanding, but it looked nice for a licensed game. But that new show is really popular, right? Yeah, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it actually, it's actually really good. Like, it surprised me because I thought, oh, it's CGI and these characters look like Nerf dolls. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should check it out. I like Turtle. Was it Turtles Forever? Oh, yeah. The the Turtles Forever, oh, yeah. which combined, like, the 2003 and the 80s and the comic book versions together in a crossover. Yeah, if you're a Turtles fan, anyone listening, check that out. It's so good. But I remember they released, they re-released the... Um, Turtles in Time in HD, like they did it, redid the Turtles in Time in 3D, and... What? Yeah, they did it in 3D, but it was awful, because it was like, the the colors are just desaturated, and uh, they had to change the music, because like, they have re-released the the Turtles in Time games, but the music was always different, because, I don't know, someone, the licensing problems or something. I mean, it's such an awesome game. That's why I play it, like, all the time. Yeah, but the remake for it is awful. Just regarded oh, as sucks. just terrible. And they had a good... They had a couple good Turtle arcade games, too. It was like... That's when you still had arcades, so... You know, but it was... They were all pretty good, so, you know. Yeah, because I, I... That's the one that everyone talks about, Turtles in Time, but no one ever talks about the NES one unless it's to bash it. The first Yeah, one. the NES one wasn't as... That was kind of also, like... That time between, like, Sega was getting to be number, you know, catching up to Nintendo for a little bit, as I recall. Wasn't that, like, the 92, 93? I'm sure someone's going to say I'm wrong, so. Yeah. But I just it was, remember. It was around the time Sonic came out, so. Like, when Sonic so- 2, when Sonic 2 came out, that was, I felt like Sega had just taken over for a couple like a year or so. Yeah. Well, I think I think it was that Sega didn't really take over take over so much as they like were much more competition for Nintendo than they thought. Yeah, they that's were. true. Well, it was just like I remember going to like kids basements who had because every time that Nintendo- Whoa, Jim, Jim. No. <laughs> I realized I realized I had to explain that. No, uh every time there'd be a video game system, it couldn't be in the living room. It had to be in like the basement TV because the parents were ashamed of it. And so you'd always have to go in the basement. And I remember Turtles in Time a lot playing that in the basement, yeah. sipping on juice boxes. <laughs> but what was worse, what was bad about the, uh, the the home editions is like they were never as good as the arcade editions. Well, I mean, oh. Tur- Turtles 4 on Super Nintendo, you couldn't play four players, but it did include like two new levels and they uh, changed the the neon futuristic level. Yeah, because original in the arcade, the neon futuristic level, it kind of looked like all the other levels where you're just going in a straight line left to right. But uh, for the Super Nintendo, it was it was with Mode 7. So it was like this crappy 3D effect where you're uh, skating on this uh, hoverboard. It kind of looked like Mario Kart in that style. Those, uh, oh, yeah, it does. Mo- That's what they called it, Mode 7, that 3D effect on Super Nintendo. So anything about the show that you... Like, uh... Well, the the I guess the last seasons are weird. That's that's the one thing. Was, I don't think. What was different what? about them? Well, they did the. They're called the Red Sky seasons, and they the skies red. That's why they call it that. But the uh, 
Um, it, they, they changed the design. The theme song's different, which that theme song is so good. Like the animation and the song, it's just that theme song's fucking awesome. They changed it and put in clips of the movie and the theme song oh, for some yeah. reason. And uh, they tried because they wanted to compete with the thing is, is that show had a, a lot of continuity probably way too early. And I know X Men tried to do the continuity thing a lot more. They were a, a lot more into it than Turtles was. But they were um, they tried to go more back into that and tried to be darker, but um, it didn't really work out. And I think times were not changing for Ninja Turtles, you know, it was on their last leg. I mean, I didn't know the show ended in 96. I probably would have like watched the last episode if I had known at the time they didn't make a big deal out of it. It just ended. Yeah, pretty much if it was over, but like. I guess the merchandise was still going strong in the video games. Oh, the merchandise never ended. It was just like, they just kept it. But then a new show came on pretty soon after, yeah, right? Yeah, the four kids one for 2003. Oh, so it was like, for, that's a good span of time without a turtle show. Yeah, I mean, it, it, Digital Turtle is something that they're just going to keep rebooting forever and ever. Yeah, well, because the thing is, is it's a fun show. Like, anyone I talked to was like, talking about, like, would about Ninja Turtles was talking about how like they would like watching it because they're funny and it's not too serious and you know how they liked pizza and it's like they're fun cartoon characters that's why it was so appealing I mean it was a massively successful show you know yeah one thing that you got to ask though is that was it popular because of the time it came out you know because He-Man and uh, the stuff ended or was it popular because it was a genuinely good idea because like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles it sounds fucking stupid. Well, that's that's true. I think it was. I think it. Uh, I think its initial huge success is because of that, definitely. And I don't think it. If it hadn't been like the late '80s and all that, I don't think it would have been what it was. But it's still like a decent enough fun show. Like I, I ended up watching like way more episodes than I thought yeah. before the podcast. Yeah, and there weren't really any real action shows. Like at the time, it was just. Like Transformers and He Man took themselves too seriously, but but they were really cheesy. But like Ninja Turtles was more joking about it. Like they were, I guess. Yeah. It was a because they could you could appeal to to two different audiences. You know, I think that's one of the things about it that's like pretty different. Yeah. And it was like the only comic book show on at the time. Like right when comics were getting really big. So I think that helped. Mm-hmm. But now it's like just because it's just what kids are uh, grown up to know that like that's one of the major cartoon characters it's like Bugs Bunny or something you know yeah. it's like and also like parents are into it that means so much more to consumers if parents want to buy their kids Ninja Turtles stuff that 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 honestly helps because the parents are the ones who are paying for it yeah so like that's what I think helped the movie because the parents would be like oh I watch I remember when my dad took me to see the first Ninja Turtles movie actually my dad did take me and my sister to see the first one and it was packed it was crazy and like I know I'm sure there are a lot of people who did the same thing with their kids yeah it crosses generation summer. gaps yeah mm-hmm. it helps you know I think but I think I don't think it would be if it like if that same set of circumstances but you know, it's hard to take those things out of their context, I guess, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys want to... Cow fucking piece of dog shit. Enough with that. I have to say that every time someone says cowabunga, because, I don't know, there was a time in high school where I was a stupid... Girls in a half shell. 
I was some sort of weird nineties. No, I was. It was. I was going through a weird phase in high school in like two thousand five or six, where I was just like looking up all these stupid eighties cartoons and quoting all these horrible eighties movies, and like I have this weird <laughs> backwards nostalgia for like two thousand five and six, where it was nothing but eighties things, and now I'm now everything's ruined. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Everything is ruined. Yeah, I think I would have appreciated regular show if it came out then. A lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Turtle power. You guys want to get into the questions? Calabunga. Okay. We'll do a, we'll do like the other series of Ninja Turtles later in some other podcast. Cowabunga. Cow a fucking piece of dog shit. This game is diarrhea coming out of my dick. This game is as appealing as a fucking ooze infested dirty fucking sewer rat shit. I've had more fun playing with dog turns. Shredders my ass and splinters my balls. This game is an inside out asshole regurgitating putrid anal fecal matter. I'd rather fucking yank all the hairs out of my scrotum. I'd rather drink diarrhea vomited out of a buffalo's anus. It sucking fucks, it fucking sucks, it fucking blows, it's a piece of shit. And I don't like it. What okay. the shell? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Turtle time. Turtle time. Yeah. Dude. Turtle dude, power. Dude. So let's get into ninja power. If everyone uh, showed up. Let's get into the questions. Cowabunga. Question. the part, man. Questions. <laughs> if anyone has a question, be sure to leave your. Send it to Pan Tumblr. Oh, leave it in the comments on the YouTube channel and. And be sure to start out with the word question. So Total power! So it's easier to find. No, uh, just, wait, just, I thought no, just for this video especially, whenever you want to ask Pan a question, start it with turtle power. No. Do it. No, no, what you should do, what you should do is leave a question for Pan on Tara Strong's guest book uh -oh. on her website. No, okay. don't do that. No. Don't don't get Pan in trouble with Tara Strong. No. She'll, she'll do fucked up shit, man. Kenny X question. What cartoon character do you see yourself as? You know, honestly, if I can go on a quick tangent here, like whenever I've always had like interactions with people or something, I always just put cartoon characters over them for some reason. Like it doesn't it, it's just it, whoever I'm watching at the time, whoever I most recently watched, I just did that. I was no, it was it wasn't conscious. It was just like it just happened. I'm like, why am I thinking like this? Yeah. I, ha I have other things I should be doing. But no, I'm thinking about old conversations I had and putting cartoon characters over them. Yeah, so who do you see yourself as? Leonardo! <laughs> He's a party oh, like, dude. No, wait. Yeah, we, yeah, let's change the question a bit. Who? Do, which Ninja Turtle do you see yourself as? I see myself as Michelangelo. What the fuck? I'm Michelangelo. I'm the fucking no, I'm Michelangelo, you fucking cunt. This is the fucking you know workaholics episode. I have a whole thing about this because I used to see myself as a Leonardo. But I think I'm more a Raphael, and I actually had an what? epic fight with my b best friend when I was in first grade over who was the better Ninja Turtle, Leonardo or Raphael. And it was like a year-long like argument over who was the best Ninja. It was like a war. With like we were like not speaking until we came, and I was like, "They're both good Ninja Turtles." And that was like May. <laughs> we wasted we wasted first grade on this argument. Who is the best? Ninja and you know what? The fucked up thing is, Michelangelo is the best Ninja Turtle. We were just so wrong. Oh. Were you two on like on top of a building, like the 2007 movie, and like it was raining, and you just had this epic fight together? I mean, it was kind of on the playground, and it was sunny, and it wasn't that epic. But if you want it to be that, it can be. Yeah, it was like, don't do this, Raph. 
I'm done taking orders. <laughs> You're not my mom. I saw, I saw the 2007 movie in theaters, and I, I kind of liked it. Yeah. No one ever talks about it anymore. It was I, fun. I saw, yeah. Network and it was good. Yeah, it was kind of like a, a a weird sequel to the the live action movies in a way, sort of. Yeah, I wish Watch. they had. I like that one more than the new one. Yeah, it kind of became Watchmen, where it was like, what happens after the turtles broke up? Behind the music. They already did it behind the music for their concert tour. Oh man. yeah. You can count on us. Yeah. Yeah. But what character Wait, Pan, which Ninja Turtle would you be? Um, or are you Casey Jones? <laughs> no, what's a shitty character I can be? I'll be, uh... Oh, mm, the weird alien thing. I'll, I'll be Krang. Krang. I'll be the little pink monster thing that that's in that giant, huge guy's Ah, Splinter, when will you make my body? Yeah. Ah, Dimension X is so much better. Ah, Splinter, clean the bathroom. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm crying. Yeah. That's my better voice. Well, this, I think if I was a cartoon character, I guess I'd be Mordecai from regular show. Oh, that's good. I can see that. Yeah. What would you guys be? I already said I want to be Raphael from Ninja Turtles because I, I want to be the leader, but I'm not the leader. And I'm I'm mad. You're Ristar. Fuck you. No, you can be a... Uh, no, that's Ultraman, you idiot. No, Ken can be that that uh, little wizard thing from He-Man. You don't own me. <laughs> I'm free. God Wait, damn Wait, what it. is Joe? What do you want to be? Uh, yeah. I'll be uh, Tommy Pickles, because he encompasses everything I stand for. A baby that just shits himself and breaks out of... and has neglectful parents. Uh, pretty much, oh. you know. If, if you guys watch my streams, <laughs> I don't know what your streams are. No one wants to go to the bathroom with you, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah, they they, 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 everybody knows I'm. Uh, you know, I respect people with diapers. You know, they have a right. Everyone have a right to go poo poo in their diaper. Everybody has, everybody has a right to begin their life in diapers and end them their life in diapers. Oh, that's really depressing. Oh. <laughs> Jim should know he's about to approach that age area. What? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Damn. You know what? You know what? You know what? Cartoon character? No one would be. You'd be Hitler. <laughs> That's what he would be. Be <laughs> <laughs> <He> fucking Hitler. <laughs> I can. At least I can beat Captain Planet. Captain Ooh. Planet. You know, I used to. Th- I used to think Wheeler was so cool when I was seven, but then I. <laughs> Turned, but then, but then I I turned eight, and it was all I was oh. like, Wheeler's lame. Whoa, it's at Kwame's my nigga. Oh man. Oh, whoa. I I did that uh, Captain Planet population video, and it turns out there's a second one, and it's even worse. And I saw it, and it's like, there's a what? There's a second population control episode. Can oh you Jesus! Do it? I mean, there's, there's apparently there's three of them. Like some some say there was two, but others say it was three in the comments. So. There's a popu- you mean there's a Captain Planet overpopulation trilogy? I guess so. Like he's this is a real big like issue. Star man. Wars is so epic. Like kids, if if you're like the third born child, you're a monster to Captain Planet's eyes. You're I'm disgrace. the fourth born child. I'm the youngest. You're fucking monsters to to Ted Turner. Oh, but they're gonna ruin this Earth. Even though Ted Turner has five kids and he had them after he created Captain Planet in some cases. Ooh. Yeah, he's a villain. 
practice what you preach. Captain Ted Turner is his own greatest villain. Well, that was deep. What do you want that me to do? Deep. I can't pull out in time. I'm trying my best. <laughs> that's not like Captain. That's not like him. Please be stick around for my CNN report. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what a yeah. Ted Turner's quality material. Yeah. So next question. Jen Ting question. What are your thoughts on the actual animation and overall visual aesthetic of cartoons today compared to those of yesteryear? Um, we need more CG. Make every cartoon CG. Hell yeah. I don't know. On one hand, the technology has gotten better, but like, I feel like it's poorly utilized. Yeah, in some cases, because I kind of yeah. miss like the grungy, dirty look of some '90s cartoons, like SWAT Cats or the you Max. Mean like cell shading? No, not I mean you mean like animation cells. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, not all of them were like were that grungy, but some of them could pull off that really dirty look. But there's some current cartoons that can, like, well, Mo- Motor City. Although that's not current, really. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say it. what what modern cartoons. What would that be like? Two 2000- thousand. Anything done by Titmouse? Like, oh, well, I guess. Uh, 2010 and beyond yeah sure i feel like um adventure time really influenced the look of a lot of cartoons and that makes me really mad because adventure time's art style isn't honestly all that great i mean it's simple it's appealing that's why it works it's just simplistic yeah but it's influenced everything like sanjay craig uh, uh, thin outlines took over like i need some well, yeah. thick outlines well, sanjay and craig's done by the same the guy who made uh flapjack Oh, well, he's a producer on... Uh, well, he didn't create it, but, like, he's a supervisor? Yeah. Throw up Van Orman? Weren't there a lot of Adventure Time people on that show, I thought? I, think, I don't know. I don't know, but, like, I remember, like, uh, the creator of Flapjack, like, there was there was a video, and I can't find it anymore. It was him getting into a bar fight, and it was it was a videotape, and he wrestled with some guy and lost. What? <laughs> well, it was, it, they, they were friends, so they, they, you know, they were just... Joking around wrestling with each other. You know, two dudes, you know, shirtless wrestling, wrestling each shirtless other. with their beards touching, you know, yeah. and he got his they ass kinda, kicked. He kissed a little bit, but it's okay. Listen, it's fine. It's not, it's not Sometimes normal. Sometimes you need to just give a little bro kiss, you know? <laughs> nah, thank you, bro. Love you. <laughs> yeah, just the bromance, you know? <laughs> I can't find that video anymore, but, you know, it was, it, it was him wrestling for his honor, and he lost it, and now he works on Sun Jane Craig. Oh. Well, they were wrestling for who work on that show. <laughs> oh no! I think this was after Flapjack canceled, so that's why he got his. That's like he fell on hard times. Like man, after Flapjack and this sea and real bullshit, I gotta take my anger out of this bar. I'm gonna fight that guy. I see. Fuck you, Hi. Cartoon Network. Oh no! Someone should find that video, please. But yeah, so what do you? So how do you feel about these? aesthetics in cartoons now the visuals i mean i i like them sometimes but i guess uh i do, do kind of miss when things are more detail or it feels like they can make more of them at a pretty decent the animation doesn't have to look too shitty like we we're saying about ninja turtles how like they make a lot of them but the animation would be terrible and that that doesn't seem to be a problem anymore but it feels like we could be, be making maybe like if we made half the amount of regular shows that we do now, could we have better animated one, better animated ones? And I kind of wish they'd like maybe not overproduce as much as they do now. Yeah, I mean, if you look back at the first few episodes of Regular Show and Adventure Time, the uh, 
animation was a lot more bouncier and it was more fluid, but like if you look at the new ones now, they're they're a lot stiffer, so they don't work as they're not as expressive since they had to produce yeah, so many. Because, because it's yeah, over oversaturation of the cartoon and also it's gotta be dark and serious. <clears throat> what what? Adventure Time got super serious and full of itself. Yeah, Haven't I talked? We're not talking about, about Adventure Time anymore. I'm tired of talking about this on the podcast. Yeah, I know. We need to have You're a gonna... we need to have a five like podcast break. Like we can't talk about Adventure Time at least five at least from five different podcast episodes. No, fuck you. That means you can't do your Emily voice what the for five podcasts. Fuck you. I can do whatever I want. Shut the fuck up. I can sing at the end. My big bro said I can do so. Me and Stephanie are going to sing at the end like always. I'm going to sing Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy. So shut the fuck up. Hey, hey. He'll see you later, boy. (laughs) Don't be a hater, boy. That's right. We're going to crush them all together. Asshole. But I, <laughs> I love how that was in some music videos. Let's crash the mall. We'll do. A public place. Let's go to the mall and just be assholes who retail employees. Yeah. Fuck you, Avril Lavigne. Fuck your legacy. Yeah, but I, I, I kind of feel sometimes cartoons are a little too clean looking. I don't know. But yeah, a lot of cartoons in the 80s and 90s look awful. Like, some of them pulled off the style, but others, like, I think... The problem with, like, the X-Men cartoon in the 90s is that maybe they try to be a little too detailed and it just came off as really fugly sometimes. Oh, no, that they didn't make designs that worked well. Yeah. I think that was their biggest problem. Yeah, I mean, th- that's why Batman the Animated Series kind of worked out better because the designs were more stylized and simplified. Yeah. Yeah, but then they eventually uh, redesigned Batman to be even simpler looking when, in, the, in uh, Batman and Robin Adventures, the later seasons. And then yeah. they ruined the Joker forever. Oh, yeah, they, the Joker was just... Yeah, the Joker was not as good-looking as he was in the first Batman animated series. They just simplified him in new Batman adventures or Batman and Robin. I don't know what it was called. Yeah. yeah. What a disaster. Yeah. But CG... Like, we're still not at the TV. We're, we're getting there. We're getting better CG for TV animation. But, you know... I mean... Sonic Boom looks good, but uh, something like Beware of the Batman CG looks awful. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're in the Flash. I mean, I don't know what happened we're with... We're getting there with Flash, too. It's... Wait, they're gonna... Oh, wait. Did you say they were making a Flash cartoon or a cartoon made in Flash? No, no, no. No, I'm saying that. At least also, we're also getting better with Flash. Yeah. You know, doing better-looking Flash cartoons instead of doing, like, really in-between looking stuff that just looks like Johnny Test. Yeah, because... Uh, We're getting there. I think it was um, was Mucha Lucha, the first Flash animated cartoon, and I remember... It back, looks like shit. I remember back then, even I could tell, like, what's going on with the characters? Why are they, like, stretching? And that that's a tween in animation. That's what it's why, called. Why do their mouths move like they're, like, having a seizure? <laughs> I don't know. It was, a, it was all... Like, we were getting there. It's gonna. You'll see. One day, Flash will take over, and we can do everything in Flash. Flash will kill us all one day. Although Wonder Over Yonder is made in Toon Boom and uh, not Flash animation, it looks really good, but it kind of seems like Flash in some parts. I thought it was Flash. Damn. Yeah, but that's nope. It's Toon Boom or whatever it's called. Toon Booms. Enter a world where everything is delicious. Don't lick my boat. Gonna make it all sticky, okay? Nothing is nutritious. Violet, you're turning violet. And four children are very. Let's be friends, best friends. 
malicious. Back off, you little freaks. From director Tim Burton. Don't touch that squirrel's nuts. Don't make him crazy. Johnny Depp. You're really weird. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Rated PG. In theaters and IMAX July What 15. other aesthetics that I... Yeah, I think that's all. But next question. Miss Mudden. Question. Was there ever a reboot that you ever felt was better than the original? Um, I think... Hmm. Teen Titans Go was pretty good. Yeah, Teen Titans Go superior. It's got, it's got more waffle jokes. Yeah, I love the waffles. Waffles XD! Well, I guess in a way, the, the first... What? Skin cancer is the most common form of cancer. What? What just happened? What? 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 What was that skin cancer thing? Fucking pop-up. Oh. It was a oh, pop-up ad. I thought you were sorry saying that. Some remakes, like the Thing remake by John Carpenter, is better than the original. Or, I kind of feel like Road Warrior is kind of a reboot of Mad Max, and that is better than the first Mad Max. So sometimes it happens, but not usually. Most of the time, it's like... Um, the remake of Total Recall. That's pretty much what it's like most, uh, most of the time. I mean, if you're lucky, the remake will be better than the sequels to the original. That's, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, not a lot of people, I mean, Jim, did you like the uh, Tim Burton, uh, what's it called? Uh, Charlie, I was in Wonderland? No, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I actually, I, d I didn't see it. Oh, well, thanks. It was, it was weird. They... They made Charlie um, a lot more like of a goody two shoes little bitch. Well, the thing about the the Tim Burton one, it was more closely related to the book. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, who's once again that reading's gay. It's kind of funny how like sometimes when like some movies will actually go will stray far from the source material, but actually become known as classics. Like uh, I think. The Shining, yeah. 2001. The Shining and... Basically, every Stanley Kubrick adaption was different from the book because yeah. he just wanted to do things his own way because he was fucking prissy like that. Yeah, but there's a strong a strong divide between the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate fandoms, like, which one's the superior one? But, but either if Someone either loves one of them and hates the other, and it's always that. The original one's better, though. Fucking dare you. Have better music. You, you only like the uh, you only like the new one because it reminds you of fucking Hot Topic. You shut loser. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but I think hmm, let's see. I mean, I think if if you're doing a reboot, I think it's not you shouldn't like get the same uh, the same story. Just get the same characters, but put them in a different situation. Then it's not a reboot. Well, it's like a a reimagining. Well, I mean, like, same character, like, same same universe, but, like, different, you know, different... Story? Yeah. That is a sequel or a reboot. But a sequel... Reimagine. Okay, a sequel that... Well, I guess an example of this would be, um... Robocop? What? Well, you know, it was kind of like... The Robocop remake was kind of like... The, the argument sucks. It was like the... It was kind of interesting because it was like the reverse of Robocop where he where he was still human and he was going he was losing his humanity so uh, uh, oh I guess I really hated that Robocop uh -oh. remake though. yeah why do you hate oh. it Jim what I, I kind of oh wait go, go ahead what alright go, no go, go on Joe 
Oh, no, no, no. I, I was just going to say that uh, I kind of see what Pan's coming from because they did kind of the same thing with, like, Dread, like the new movie, mm-hmm. where it's like a remake, well, but also based like, on the same comics. characters. Yeah, but, like, yeah, same thing, but just, like, different, like, story yeah, but, to it. But Dread was, like, Dread was amazing, and Dread was everything that the first Dread movie should have been but wasn't. But, you know, you know what the new one didn't have was uh, Rob Schneider. Yeah, remember? I guess I guess so. <laughs> I forget. That. No, I guess but, the original was better. But, but the Robo, the problem with RoboCop, and even the problem with the Total Recall remakes is that they take something that Paul Verhoeven did that's satirical and a parody, and they take all the satire and parody out of it, and then remake it as something else. And it's like that's like taking everything that made it special in the first place. Is that RoboCop's kind of a funny movie? And it's silly and it's like satirizing something. And then when you just make it like a serious movie about a robot cop, that sounds fucking stupid. You know, it's like that's the problem with those movies and why they, the remakes it's, don't work. It's the Dark Knight syndrome, uh, basically. Well, to, to an even Knight. worse extreme, yes. Well, I mean, the RoboCop remake was still kind of satirizing some current events, I guess. A little, but I don't know. I don't like <laughs> They probably felt like they were obligated to put it in there. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. Because do they, do they make that joke? I don't think they do. Uh, I buy that for a dollar? Yeah, like maybe for a, oh. a sec. But no, they, there's a fun. scene where they're testing out the new RoboCop, and they're saying like, hey, th- this gray is not going to appeal to to America. We need a black and slick. And, I don't know, some guy testing it out says, I would buy that for a dollar. Oh, yeah, that was... I just don't... I don't get. Sometimes I don't really get remakes. Just, just like. Uh, oh, I think I the know. best remake of all time was like was Psycho, starring Vince Vaughn. Who? Vince Vaughn in the Psycho remake. Does Vince Vaughn even have a career anymore? He was in that, no, he's on True Detective now. He's he was in that Google movie where they're interned at Google. Oh, he's on True Detective. He's doing the True Detective comeback. I mean, train. I mean, he, he sticks by Owen Wilson. Like, if Owen Wilson goes down, he'll take uh, Vince Vaughn with him. <laughs> I guess they'll they'll never die. They'll go on forever. But like the Psycho remake is literally shot for shot the same movie from the '60s. There's no nothing different. It's just the same movie, same shot, same timing and everything and it's just like what's the point what's the point if you're just gonna do the same thing people people need to think about like the thing remake the story is the same pretty much but john carpenter based it more on the book and made it a lot darker and directed it in a very different way and if you're gonna direct it in the same exact way and not in a way that has a different enough of an angle to it, there's, like, no point in doing it. Yeah. You know, you have to come up with a different perspective. Then it's then it's interesting, and then it's cool, you know? I mean, look at how many different ways they've made James Bond movies. It's like you have to think of it like Skyfall that, but nobody... What? I said Skyfall was amazing. Oh, yeah, Skyfall's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, so it's... I mean, remakes are basically just cover songs. Like, it's, yeah. it's no fun if it's just the exact same... No, yeah, it's like if you, there's lots of cover songs that like like Respect by Aretha Franklin is a cover. Like but nobody knows that because it's so good. Nobody cares. Wild you know? Wild West is a cover. 
No, it's it's a sample. It, I mean, it's a sample. Well, well, that's fucking. Well, I mean, it's a he sampled a oh, cool yeah. mode song. Uh, but... t- all of Daft Punk's music is a sample. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh oh. Wrecked Jim. Yeah. Hey. What? Yeah. So, is there any remakes that you actually feel were superior to the original? I mean, a, a lot of cartoons go with remakes and reboots, and well, oftentimes they're superior to what came before sometimes Th- that actually mystery incorporated i think is the best scooby-doo show yeah like it should just like that that has a complete story like they they had a they had a whole storyline and they completed it and it's actually the longest running uh scooby-doo tv series and oh really yeah i don't know are you sure like, that's what i've heard because like what about like the original like scooby-doo where are you I think that only lasts like 26 episodes but they played it so many times that it became iconic are you fucking serious? Yeah, I mean, there's like a billion ass move uh, reboots for Scooby Doo, so you kind of maybe you get them confused. But oh. I swear, there's like there aren't that many original Scooby Doo episodes. Turtle, turtle power. But like Scooby Doo should have just ended on Mystery Incorporated, and that's it. But no, now we're gonna get Scooby Doo meets Kiss in a few months. No, next month. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Cat. Hopefully it will be good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scooby Doo to have like a Metal Gear Solid Four like style like movie where it's just like they're old and tired and they just want, want death. You know there were, that'd be amazing. You know and, uh, they when when they were planning to make a live action Scooby Doo movie for theaters like they were considering making it PG thirteen but I I think they saw that the Josie and the Pussycats movie bombed so it was like nope we're going for kids. Mm. Although there's still a lot of a lot of jokes that they snuck in for the PG film. Yeah. Mary Jane, yeah. that's my favorite. Didn't in the Looney Tunes back in action they had Matthew Lillard apologizing to Scooby and Shaggy for the movie? <laughs> they do? Man, I need to see back in action. I hear it's awesome. Okay, but there's a scene where I don't, I don't think, well, I heard it wasn't that awesome, so don't get your, don't get your hopes up. Oh, don't get my hopes up? Okay. Yeah. So there's a scene where... You're going to be let down terribly. There's a scene where they're at the, like, the Warner Brothers cafeteria, and you see two-dimensional Scooby-Doo and Shaggy uh, talking with like, Matthew Lillard, I guess, and they're just angry at him, yelling at him, <laughs> and he's in live action. Oh, that's funny. I like that. It's like, you fucking ruined us. We're going to ruin you. Yeah, but Matthew Lillard is like the official Shaggy voice now. He was Shaggy yeah. in Mystery Incorporated, and now he's Shaggy in all the spinoff movies and stuff. Yeah. What's cool, what's cool is that they got the original voice, Casey Kasem, to be, like, his father in the uh, Mystery Incorporated. Yeah, no, didn't they get all the original voices played? The parents, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, that's what they did. Casey Kasem's dead, so he can't do that nope. anymore. Nah, he can He can't. Oh, Raggy. Ruh-roh. Turtle power. Turtle power, dude. Cowabunga. Next Scooby question. Dude, we should need the Ninja Turtles. It's a dog shit. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Ken just had the most genius idea. Ninja Turtles should meet up with Scooby-Doo. Oh, my God. There we go. Uh, Haven't they, have they already done something? No, wait. Yeah, no, Bat. that was Batman. Uh, Batman. They'll take down Shredder together, and then they'll unmag Shredder and be like, Uncle Phil. Oh, my God. This is such a great. Ken, you need to send that to Cartoon Network right away. I'm working on it right not now. One last question. Tank1319. Question. Did anyone spoil a movie TV episode that you were excited for? No. Oh, 
remember. Well, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna watch that last Game of Thrones, but then I found out oh. died. Oops. Oh, gee, well, kid, Jim, what if I wanted to watch Game of Thrones? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't care about that show, but like, what if in a few years I'm like, huh? I should watch this thing called Game of Thrones. It was big back then. Oh, I just made the most evil laugh just you, then. Sorry. You, you, that was like an investment, Jim. That's like I was investing towards my future of watching TV. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I won't spoil any. I won't. I, <laughs> I'm sorry I spoiled a TV show. I won't spoil things, long awaited TV episodes anymore. Yeah. Like, we're ruining, we're ruining future generations from enjoying, like, old TV shows like now. I mean, I won't ruin it. Like, like if you went on Tumblr after a gravity falls episode came on, you hadn't gotten to watch it and you found out that <laughs> coming through the portal. Like I won't ruin that. Yeah. Everything's ruined. Or I won't ruin that uh, bug. I, I can't think of any more. Damn it. Can they kill Dumbledore? Oh no, man. I what? Ah, oh, so I remember when, uh, that that book came out for for a uh, Harry Potter. Uh, which is the book that first Snake killed Dumbledore? Which one was that? That's uh, um, Half Blood uh, Prince. Okay. What? Half Blood Prince was the name. Yeah, it was. Okay, so when Half Blood Prince came out, like I remember there was this one YouTube video. Well, no, YouTube wasn't around back then. I think uh, it was just this random video on some website where it was this guy outside like a Barnes and Noble during a <laughs> during a lineup for like the midnight release of. Half-Blood Prince, and, like, he just drove by saying, Hey, Snape kills Dumbledore! <laughs> wow. Oh, that's, that's, that's just, like, that's as fucked up as finding out that Cartman's mom is a hermaphrodite. Oops. Oh, I did it again! Oh, I don't even know what that means, but, like... <laughs> Wait, you don't remember that? I don't... I can't watch every single episode of South Park. Well, that was, like, a big... Do you remember the whole thing with that? No. Oh, so what they did is they had this huge, this is when South Park was at its big, first big wave of popularity. And they had this cliffhanger, who's going to be Cartman's dad, like who would, who would be revealed to be Cartman's dad. And, and then the next episode came out on April Fool's. And instead of, and people were like really excited. Everyone's on the edge of their seat. People were like, there were viewing parties at bars, all this stuff. And instead, and instead, I'm not joking, they played the Terrence and Philip episode, Not Without My Anus. Because <laughs> they, they go, and the, and the identity of Cartman's dad will not be seen tonight so we, that we can present you with Terrence and Philip, Not Without My Anus. And then a title card goes, fooled you. And then they did the whole, and people were pissed off. And then the next week they did this part two. <laughs> Oh, oh! So they did reveal it eventually, but not then. They did, but they like they did this huge fuck you that like all these people were excited to find out who Cartman's dad was. It was this huge event, <laughs> and they fooled everyone. It was amazing. I still think it's fucking cool wow. they did that. This was like people were pissed off. People like were like, "I'm not gonna watch that shit. Fuck that show." Like people were pissed no one, off. That show's not gonna last any longer. Yeah. Oh. But but when Snake killed Dumbledore, like, I thought that was so funny. So what I would do is, like, I would go on the Neopets forums back then, like, 2004 or so. And oh just God. and just post on the forum, Snape kills Dumbledore. That was the worst kept secret in the world. <laughs> just, just like the secret of, uh, secret of oh, man, I can't think of any more spoilers. The Joel <gasps> one was all I had. You you can you can bleep out my <laughs> spoiler if you Thanks want. Thanks for repeating the name over and over. 
Next time I watch, next, if I ever hey, someday, if I ever someday watch Game of Thrones, I'm gonna like, oh man, that guy's gonna die. He's gonna die eventually. Well, first off, first off, if you watch that show, that's what you think about every character because they all get killed at some point. It's like but the whole like, point of the show. It's so edgy. Great. But like the the show, there's actually fan theories that he's not dead, so no one's actually sure that he's dead. To put anybody at ease, isn't there the book they can just read? No, the, they've actually passed the book. So oh. this next season, no one knows what's going to oh, happen. Oh, so it's like a, a freaking manga where they don't know where they're going. I guess so. Oh, no. Also, Rosebud's a sled. Oh, no. God damn it. I, I, I still don't get that. Like, what's that all about? Okay. What? It's see Citizen King. Yeah. That's, that's I don't want to. to. I'm lazy. Well, then... then then you don't get to know what the the sled's a metaphor for. You gotta watch Citizen King. Is it a metaphor for his death? No, it's it's. Do you want me to explain the ending to Citizen Kane? Oh, oh, yes. yes, do it. Okay, the ending. This is what everyone came to this podcast for. Like, um, uh, the the point of the sled is that the sled has no point, and you can't sum up a man's life or a person's life in just such a such a small minute detail. Okay. That's the point of the sled because they're they're trying to find this sled and everyone's like because the, the when they said Rosebud's a sled his last words were Rosebud and everyone acts like it's going to mean something about this great man because Charles Foster Kane's like this big important figure but Rosebud is meaningless it doesn't mean anything because you, you you're not saying anything about his life it's more about the journey of life rather than trying to find a meaning to it. You know, so so uh, my uh, that's 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 the whole point. Anyway, that's you should see it. It's an awesome movie. My cinema appreciation teacher in college, like he told us, like yeah, Citizens Kane's a good movie, but it's boring as shit. So I don't like to watch it anymore. What? I still think it's a good movie. You know, I saw The Godfather. Like I saw, well, I tried to. I saw like the first fifteen minutes and was so bored. I decided to just watch something else. I think I watched Shark Tale because it was kind of like. The, you know, the remake of Godfather in a way. You know? Well, I'm not a huge Godfather fan, but I still think it's... Boring. <laughs> Some people are actually really pissed off at you, Pam, for saying that. Yeah, they're, they're just hipsters. They don't know what they're talking about. Godfather, boring as shit, overrated. Now, Freddy got fingered. That deserves some praise. Well, you know what? If Godfather, not that great, but... Godfather 3, that's where it really yeah, picks up. Yeah, I think that was the best one. That's the best one, definitely. They had like a pop song uh, inclusion where, you know, like a soundtrack to sell. You had Will Smith yeah. in the album. It was like Godfather. Part 3, 3, 3, 3. Yeah. What, what, what? Part 3, 3, 3, 3. Godfather. God, God, Godfather. Wicked, 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 wicked. Miami. <laughs> jiggy, jiggy. And I think that's the end of the podcast. Who are you? Turtle power, cowabunga. Turtle power, who are you people? Do the part man. I'm Frank Solo. Do the Watch part out. Man. I'm going to come back one day. Yeah. I'm, I'm Jim. See ya. Yeah. I'm Nolan. I'm I'm filling up the depressed hole in my life that Ninja Turtles left. Yeah. And who's the other guy? Uh, I'm Joe. Um, I'm sorry for all of this, people. I'm sorry. Joe did nothing in 
has done nothing, so we're gonna give him. We're not even gonna draw him a, a cartoon character. We're gonna draw him as a. Ouch. We're gonna draw him as the Joe's Crap Shack logo. Please, just draw me as a pile of garbage. I don't care. <laughs> Ouch. A talking pile of garbage. That'll work. Goodbye, uh, everyone. Word to your mother. He was a boy. She was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? He was a punk. She did ballet. What more can I say? He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. 